If you would have told me at the beginning of this season that we'd be in first place on Boxing Day, I'd have taken it. If someone had told you at the beginning of this season that you'd be sitting here at 10 p.m. on the 27th of November watching your favorite stupid-ass podcast of all time, you'd have ripped their arm off to take that, wouldn't you have? Well, welcome to the Sunday Roast. Welcome to the the Sunday Roast with Mike and Danny. This is Danny, and this is Mike, and we're kind of strange. We're in the tub, and we drink a lot. At least one of us does. This is not Mike's body, but that is Danny's. And that's really gross. Thanks for watching the Sunday Roast. We love our fans. And here's Danny's mom. His name's Michael. Is it? Yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> and he's a Jew. You can tell he's a Jew. Look Ask at him. him who's his daddy. Magical moment. I can almost taste Danny. It's so close, I could almost taste the wool. <laughs> and now, the moment you've been waiting for. It's the Sunday Roast with your hosts, Magic Mike and Danny the GFP. Oh, we're mixed up. Now we're good. Welcome to the Sunday Roast. It is Sunday, and we're roasting Danny in the dark. D. D in D. Yep. Which is different than D in P, which is which is how both of us uh you know became on this earth, but we won't go there because we may have a, a you know a new viewer or two. We want to ease them into this. We might be. Might probably won't aren't though. They're probably all busy getting angry with the World Cup. And my lights decided to go out, the one above me, and it's not listening to the uh, oh. my instructions. It just got, it just got a little bit brighter. I mean, the show starts, and all of a sudden, your life is improving. Things are getting oh, that's, brighter. That's the heater. I've got, you know, where my my sitting room table is. And I've got a photo of it. Did I have it here? Is it is it in here with all the photos? I think I might have put it in there a while ago. But it's uh no, the only one there is is this one. But that's oh, later. yeah. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I've got uh, halogen heaters, one, two foot that way, two foot that way. I'm like a rotisserie. I'm like a kebab thing at a kebab shop that spins round and round. I'm like one of them. So that's what that is. It's my hand going over it, and I'm very, very hairy. But so how I, are you? So I sent out a tweet beforehand, like, you know, hey, if you haven't seen the podcast, tune in. It's a little bit something different, a bit of an acquired taste. We had 4,000 people tuned in right at the beginning, and then when you showed that picture, it's now down to 12. Not, Sometimes not, not 12,000. It's, it's down to 12. Uh, but yeah, um, been an eventful couple of weeks for me, been eventful month for me, really. We just, um, I didn't get to talk much about it last time on the roast because I was so preoccupied with how my computer wasn't working and none of my visuals had uploaded. So, uh, so that was probably the worst of the, what is it? 34 shows that we've done now. Number 34, a granite Jacka. Yeah. I was about to say the old, the, the granite Jacka, um, show which is very suitable got tons to talk about tonight well you uh, do so let's I'll say who, well i will then extract things from you as per normal. It. 
Yes. Um, hello to Steve watching for the first time. I think he uh, he asked for the link to this. I gave him the link to this. Um, hello, and... Steve. I recognize that photo. What is it? It's Looks like somebody sitting uh, on the steps outside of Highbury. I think it's on Rio Vieira. It's a very yes. small photo. And we I got Mark. someone else has got that as their avatar on Twitter. We got Mark in the Hizzle. Uh, we got hello, Phil, Mark. Phil Macca saying evening, Danny and Millionaire Danny. Um, you know, <clears throat> depends on your definition of, of millionaire. Uh, in, in Turkey, we're all millionaires. Yes. And uh, in Italy before the EU. Oh, great days. And we've probably got, in India. We've got Gary in the Hizzle. We've got uh, your, 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 uh, your friend Michael. We've got uh, who else do we have in here? We got Demsek ah. in the house who, uh, who came in here to tell us that he is not yet watching us. No. So fuck Wise you. Move. Since he's not watching us. Fuck you. Um, we've got who else? We've got Brady's banana in the house, uh, and of yeah. course Loki, who uh, who is very very loyal, uh, very very hot, and uh, and Josh Page is in here as well. Um, if the intro video gives you nightmares, my recommendation is start watching at ten o three. Yep, good um, idea. I'm thinking of just incorporating that entire first clip of you eating and, and bitching at your uh, at your headphones into that intro video. It's this fucking thing. I've only got one. I cut the other bit off, but it's this bastard thing. It gets caught around the the ed my I've got under on my desk. I've got a slide out bit with a keyboard. Is it keeps catching on that, and then my hand will catch it. And I go fucking hand. What are you doing? Watch Maybe your mouth. See that video. I mean, look at my bottom teeth. Look, <laughs> perfectly straight. None of them broken. Wait, hold, hold on. One up there makes me look like a crack whore. You know, the top one, one missing, one that I broke on a bit of string. Fuck you, string. In fact, it was just like this, people. <laughs> you're, the, you're, the, you're the Gabriel of this podcast. Look, look at that. Uh, uh, there we go. I had that one just like this. You and, and me are the only ones. That. You and me are the uh, only ones that have visual aids, like just like right next it. to our desk at, at whatever that's time. Was another one. I did like this, and I was holding something, lifting something up, and it went twang like that and snapped my tooth forward. I have not touched the crack. Bum <laughs> crack. And not since and November first of what? Not since November first of last year. No. Did a lot it. of crack touching that day. Oh, was that when you were here? Was that a yeah. year ago? It was over a year ago. It was it was the first of November. Oh. Yeah, because uh yeah, it was the day after Halloween and then I when showed you, up uh, I showed up in my I showed up in my Mike Feinberg mask <laughs> to to uh to Huntington train station. And went went everywhere apart from the exit. <laughs> and then you to, saved me from green. You hell. you came everywhere except well, I mean, let me just stop it right there. Uh you were in the wrong you were the wrong side. You live there, but you went to the wrong side. Yeah. I know where to I know where to go. Yeah. Javi, uh, right once in your life, and you were the one that was right. Yeah, Javi uh, points out that uh, you know you don't actually seek a link for this. You actually you dip in by mistake, thinking that it's going to be yeah. the Since. typical formerly award winning Burkamp Wonderland post game show, the first for... Arsenal podcast to win one of the FBAs in two thousand and fourteen, and then like decent people, we went. We're not entering it anymore. Let somebody else go and win it. And we're actually Arsenal fans, unlike some of the arseholes who won it this year, claiming to be Arsenal fans when we all know. <clears throat> Bullshit. Speaking of which, since you've brought it up, because we have so many things to talk about, um, 
massive congratulations. And, and it's not even called the FBAs anymore. It's now called the FCAs. It graduated. In eight years, it will be called the FHAs and the FIAs. But, Have you uh, seen how many categories there are? Yeah, well, yes, and they cut one. Hey, they cut one out from last year. Guess, one that matters. guess which one they cut out? Would it be the only one that matters? It'd be this fucking one, which, you know. Smash it. Excellent. But, uh, but yeah, they, they, they cut that out. And the explanation was there were too many categories. <laughs> I mean, they've got, this is how stupid it is. The people who run it are good, and I like them. And our friend Tom has done wonders, and other people have won stuff, and you've won stuff, and we have. But when you have best Premier League footballer, Number one is a goalkeeper that's just retired. Number two is Haaland, who's been there for five minutes. And number three is De Bruyne. Then you have best Premier well, and League. It's, and, it's, and it's football content awards. It's meant to it's be for people who are creating. Bullshit. Imagine having to be there and go for all that lot. Get on with it. I, 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 I could shout in. I was, and my and 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 the charity award last year was the last one after of a, like a three hour award session, and and you know during the during the victory speeches, would you know if you win and you're there, you can come up. Love you, Ruth. Thanks for joining. Ruth me. is just reminding me I do have something to share this week. All right, well keep keep it and let oh, me know. Well, you you slip me in the middle between all your exciting stuff, and I'll share with you in between two I pillows. Um, what was I it? Oh, pillow. but. Uh, yeah, they, they they first of all at the at the ceremony. If you win and you're there, you get to come up to the stage and give a speech. And nobody that gave a speech last year, other than maybe one person, like the crowd was just eating and talking. Like like it was so loud you couldn't hear anything. It's it's kind of hilarious, but uh, but anyway, I do time for it. I I do want to congratulate the our friends who who won awards. Uh, none less than. Then uh, our good friend Tom Canton, who was up for the best Premier or no best club content in the Premier League, uh, was up against last year some really great uh, great podcast and came third. Spent a whole year honing his craft. Who works harder than Tom? No one works harder than Tom. The only person who gives him a run for his money is Sophie. Harry and Sophie. And Sophie. Harry That's and Sophie. It. But at, at, we've done fuck all in, in in about three weeks. Do you know why? We're lazy bastards. We wouldn't we wouldn't even be allowed to empty the bins at the awards now. Sophie only does one part a day, and like and and one and one um, Sky Sports appearance and one like really cool thing for her family. Um, Tom does nineteen podcasts a day. Yeah, uh, but he doesn't even want to. Does he was saying on Sophie's show that he doesn't even he's not even that taken he doesn't even really care about the World Cup, but he's doing it to give his listeners, his viewers, some World Cup info. Well you can tell you can tell when he's on our podcast that he doesn't want to. That's true. Um but yeah, here is uh so we went from third place last year, tougher group this year, second place this year. Oh yeah, second place this year. Um so next year, you know, it's great. But here here is that, as I said on the intro, it's that magic moment. The silver award goes to the Pumas. Come on, There's Tom sur sur surrounded by luminaries. He's got on on our left, his right, it was uh, was Egal, who's uh, who might be 
from a space and podcast standpoint, uh, one of the harder working people as well. He never he, heard of him. Does a ton of content. It might not be up your alley, but he does a ton. Um, and on his nothing now. And on and on his left, FK, who was up for Ooh. best new podcaster. Now, look, did he win it? He he did not finish in the top three. Which now yeah. uh, you're you're free to share your opinion. I know you've got one, but uh, I I find that he works very hard and does some unique. I content. think you're fine. He gets other people to work very hard for him, and then okay. no one gets any thanks for it. Well, I, you have history. I don't. Uh, I, you know, so I'm not going to get in the no, middle it's of not that history. Not this. Uh, you know, you have priors, as they go. Yeah, some people have helped him get to where he is, and. Uh, Never had so much as an as a nod or a wink. Okay, well, if that is the way, uh, and 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 I'm not saying it shouldn't be, but it, but if you are evaluating people that way, the winner of that category, best new podcast, um, is let's say uh, the best at that. How about uh, best old podcast? We'd stand a chance then. <laughs> no one. Do you remember, do you remember? Who won it? No one would could be fucking bothered to turn up. So poor old Jace, who doesn't drive, had to get a train from London, I mean from from Wales to Manchester, and stay overnight in something, and then because uh, no one else could be fucked to go. And that was back then when when we used to do stuff. It's I mean, just, it's an it's a what does it say when is it endemic? Endemic uh, means it, endemic means like it it is. Frequently happening, I think, or, or yeah, you know, like they always about the London police. They're all they're all racist and sexist and homophobic. What's that? It's it's not end endemic, is it? There's another word for it. Deep rooted in ABW. No one gives a fuck apart from me, and they've beaten it out of me, Mike. They have. They've beaten yeah, it regularly occurring within an area or community. So yeah, the, the lazy apathy is 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 endemic in in ABW and in, on the Gunners podcast at times as Yo, well. You're lazy not... bastards. I mean, they've they fucked off. At least mine haven't fucked off and done their own shows, have they? Oh, <laughs> you a lot of fucked off <laughs> scumbags. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, so you want it? Then the first year that we had done a podcast, we entered as a joke and then really pushed it on me. I think we finished second uh, that year. That that year they didn't do the second and third; they just had the top ten and the winner. So we just assume that we finished. Second. <laughs> Um, because ah, there we go. Steve-O's got it. Cheers, Steve-O. Institutionally. ABW yeah. are institutionally also... fucking useless. <laughs> Systematic. Uh... Oh, that's Janet Jackson, I think. Now, now, Ruth, this is something I wanted to bring up to you, and we will be talking about this. Uh, hope to see you on Mastodon. Now, I know that that sounds probably... Oh, fucking see me there. I'm loving it. Me and Elon, we're getting down and abusing everyone. I think that 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 sounds kind of kinky. We'll see you on Mastodon, but uh, <laughs> no, but it's an actual thing, and we'll and we'll be talking about it tonight. But um, oh, she's on it. I did not. Uh, I, I had not realized that. So anyway, is it the like Twitter it is, isn't it? Yeah. Well, what was the top? Oh, we were just talking about the FCAs. Anyway, uh, yeah, Lee Judges TV won. Uh, I think third for for best new podcast. Um, uh, he's good. Other people won some stuff. I think Lee ate two dinners because someone didn't show up, and he ate his dinner, which is, which is uh, per normal for him. Um, it rolls for everyone. Yeah. So let's talk about Mastodon. So remember the no, night about when my mum wants to be horrible at someone, she calls him an Ormadon. <laughs> Makes as much sense as Mastodon. No, Mastodon is the future, my friend. 
Is it Bob? everybody? Everybody that's anybody. All the cool kids. No, no all the people know. with pronouns and green hair and vegans. That's all that goes there. Every- I, I, I couldn't be there for more than two seconds without having. I'd go. I'd go fucking postal. Do you, so, so do you know what it is even? I mean, no, how have you made your I'm mind ju- I'm judging it without knowing what it is, as is my right as an Englishman. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I know I don't like it. <laughs> that is really? called, that, that's called the eight-year-old's guide to vegetables. <laughs> that's it. Fuck off. Not eating that. <laughs> I don't like the, the cut. Go on. Carry on. So, oh, yeah. so the night before, like the night everybody thought Twitter was basically going off the air, um, which it doesn't appear to be. But you know, look, the, uh, if you love Twitter, I, I I don't know what to tell you. I mean, there's it's just it's grown to the point where I love it. Where the only good thing about it is the fact that you've over the years acquired. You know, if you have a, a following of whether it's hundreds or thousands or hundreds of thousands, boys. you know, you, you can't just instantly recreate that. That's that's basically the switching costs. If you look I at good money for my followers, I'll have you know. <laughs> if you look at getting a following that is significant as a switching cost, then there's not much you could do about that uh, other than ride it into the ground. But um, if you are looking for a Twitter-like experience where and I'm going into salesman mode here where you have a little bit more flexibility in your posts did you see that the person who owns mastodon kept saying uh, did a thing saying will you stop r- reporting people that's not how it works here i nobody don't really owns mastodon that's the difference between oh, like one of the who runs it or something like that is it decentralized then it's completely decentralized. The person that you are saying owns it or runs it is probably the person that created it, but it is not. Uh... Yeah, they got fucked off with people reporting people because they didn't like it. Oh, that person gave me a funny. I'd make Twitter run on on tears. The more tears you have, the more tears you make others create via upset. You're going to be the last person on Twitter, basically. It's going to uh... be. Yeah. It's going to be right. So, so, uh, so, yeah. So, Mastodon is essentially a decentralized. Twitter-like experience where uh, there are servers which are created by anybody anywhere oh, who has see, the right to be able to, who has the 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 means and the 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 knowledge and the desire to to deal with that. Um, and there are servers about a lot of different things. There are general servers. Then I looked on it and I said, "Well, I'm interested in getting an account here, but where am I going to find other Arsenal people? Can't." see any kind of servers that are dedicated to sport or sports or anything having to do with football or soccer or anything like that. Uh, and I said, why aren't there any servers like that? And, uh, and so I said, I can't do any programming. I don't even understand what a cloud server is. You've only just figured out how to use StreamYard. I, I, I yeah, just figured out I have to disable my goddamn firewall. Goddamn. Um, and um, and and so I said, you know, why don't I just build one of these? And so I did. And then Press I said, buttons, you mean? And then I said, well, I can't build one of these because I don't know fuck all about networking and stuff. So I sent a simple tweet out that said, anyone know how to do shit and and want to do this? And uh, and within 24 hours, I met two incredibly generous, hardworking 
knowledgeable system server IT doohickey type of people uh, who know how to work the you know the interwebs, and uh, and the three of us set this thing up. So now there is a server on Mastodon that is called. Look at the bottom of the screen, arsenalfc.social. And that's a website. And if you go to the website, it's not .com or .co.uk or anything like that. It's it's uh, it's just arsenalfc.social. And that takes you to our Mastodon server where you can either log in if you already logged into Mastodon or enroll and get a Mastodon account on our server. And then you essentially go into a room that is a it's a private room for people that are in there with a window open to the rest are of the and everything else. Oh my god, I mean I haven't even got into the nudity. Oh. Um the nudity is unbelievable. But um but yeah, so this is what it looks like. Oh I'll have a look at this also look in the Facebook. So when you go to the main page, this is the desktop view, but if you go to the main page, uh, arsenalfc.social, you'll see uh, kind of the, the, the description on the left. So you're the boss man. That's all I need to know. There is no boss man, but I am one of the three admins uh, who try to keep the place civil. Well, Hente's there. From Iceland, Finland. Finland. Yeah, Hente's there. We've got, we've got poorly drawn Arsenal. Jacob's in there. Uh, we've got Ruth Beck Art in there. Arsblog's in there, but he's lurking. He's not gone active in there yet, but he's in so, there. But the gist is, I want to know, can I go in there and act like a cunt all the time and get away with it because we're buddies? No. Oh, fuck you then. Carry on with your bullshit, plug. It's, 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 it's not for negativity. It's not for positivity. It's not for not negativity. It's not for opinions being being uh, being for forbidden or anything like that oh we have to gang up on people and make them cry it's just for no bullying no look i mean at some point in my life i have to mature and grow up and be a nice person and foster foster this and other people so it's for not being an absolute douche to other people um so it is a nice it's a nice community but that 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 doesn't transfer to opinions on arsenal well, so. two are the only people that we know that don't have any upstairs issues, and we're quite happy people because we make everyone else miserable around us. So we'll always stay happy. Speak for yourself. I have plenty of upstairs issues. I'm upstairs right now. Um, so anyway, it's yes. it, it's been pretty cool. It's there's about two hundred upstairs, two hundred twenty-five people in there right now, which is you know Arsenal. When you think Arsenal Twitter is probably made up of about a million people. Maybe ten million people. Uh, I've got them blocked. It's pretty small, but uh, but it's growing. <laughs> it's like I tell my wife all the time. I know it's pretty small, but it is growing, and uh, and it's been fun. We've got polls in there. We've got a lot of World Germans. Cup talk right now. When Arsenal start back up, it'll it'll probably uh, spice up quite a bit as far as the, the activity is concerned. You can retweet. It's called reblogging. You can favorite things. You can curate that's not a really a typical british word but you can curate your own view basically so here i've got me on the left um i've got my uh, in, in the why haven't you capitalized the m's that annoys me because i well i can go well, back and change it that's you why you need to go and sort that out because quite frankly it's, it's making me well, you're not joining mastodon i'm fucking not you're not gonna become a master gooner <laughs> If uh, 
<laughs> if I don't capitalize the M's in Magic Mike. We've got the uh, the home timeline in the middle. We've got notifications, which is kind of you know, which is a button you would press on Twitter, but instead it's a it's a whole column here. And then on the right, you can toggle between a local timeline, which basically shows you all the stuff happening on our server, uh, or a uh, kind of a more global timeline, which is everything happening on Mastodon. Well, here's so a question little... from Steve-O. Is the gerbil on Mastodon? Uh, I don't know. The gerbil, the, well, yes and no. It's going to be busy. I... It's only a month until it'll be very, very busy. I haven't seen a gerbil account on there yet, but the gerbil mm-hmm. himself uh, may actually be on there. Gerbil might even be an admin. But, uh, but it's a great place so far. So, you know, there'll be a lot of, uh, a lot of migration going on. You don't, you don't have to pick one or the other. In fact, there's even software that you can choose that will cross post. So you post to one and it goes to both. So you don't have to duplicate your efforts, but, uh, you know, like the, um, like the, like the bully old teenager said in that old 1980s commercial about drugs, uh, that used to play on the like after school specials here. Get someone else to try it first to make sure they're okay. No man, try no. try it. You'll like it. It'll make you feel good. Um, and uh, and and so yeah, it's uh, it's good. So that's Mastodon, and we're all going to see Danny there very mm-hmm. very soon. And then Danny will become the first person to be banned from the from the Mastodon server. You know, in, in my twelve years on Twitter, I've only ever been suspended twice, and I think once then I I, I told someone to fuck off. Someone who was in a conversation who I know. So let me see. Did we get any uh, questions about this? Dempsec, I wish Mike was not posting of his dash. Well, that is that's that is an accurate representation, both size and shape. And I'm not talking about whatever that is that you're holding. There. But uh, but yeah, huh. Christmas oh, decoration. No. Um, the uh, question from Michael. It sounds just like Reddit with extra steps. No, it is not because on Reddit, Reddit is more like. To me, and I'm not a master master redditor. <laughs> the times I've been on Reddit, it's that it's almost more like Facebook, in a sense. Like like R forward slash Gunners is more like a Facebook group where it's all dedicated to Arsenal. I, I I don't see too many differences between Facebook and Reddit. I could I, I it might be that I don't know how to work Reddit that much, but I don't know um, reading. But, uh, you know, you could upvote things, downvote things, but it's still you, you make a post and everybody replies to it, uh, which is a function of Mastodon because the same way that it's a function of Twitter. But, you know, it, it's there's it, it's a little bit more. I'm trying to dis- describe how it's different. Um, you can kind of retweet things. By the way, it's not 280 characters. It's 500. You can edit. You can edit your posts, which you can't do on Twitter, at least not right now. You can if you're blue. Well, and also fuck that as well. I'll just yeah, people to, and it's free and will remain free. Not eighty-four billion. Well, Phil, Phil, you've peaked at ninety-four on Twitter. If you're talking about followers, come to Mastodon, follow everybody. Guarantee you, within a minute, you'll be you'll be so famous. A hot minute. You'll be so much more famous than than you than you are on Twitter right now, and I know that that is your uh, your goal. The ideal number I've told you before of followers on Twitter is zero, because then you won't have assholes telling you all the time that you're wrong. Well, look, try it out. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Okay. Uh, 
Um, what's next? Let me see. What have you got to delight us with? Question. Uh, why are we here? Because I'm going to tell you a story of something I did recently. Um, and this is the first time speaking publicly of it. I, um, I passed gas last night. No. Um, I did just now. <laughs> was I moved. So, uh, if, if you've been watching me over the last six, seven years that I've been doing podcasting, you have just gotten used to seeing probably the most disgusting, obese, gross person you've ever seen in your life. Um, not the most obese person, but the most disgusting obese person. And, uh, and look, I've, I've, I've tried to do something about it. I've dieted, I've gone through programs. I've lost 60 pounds. I've gained 80 back. I've just kind of looked at myself in the mirror, uh, full length mirror with, uh, the, with the clown features and, uh, and finally realized I wasn't likely to be around long enough to see my grandkids and, um, and to see Arsenal win the league, which I, you know, I said that before this season. Uh, so, um, finally bit the bullet, uh, and got gastric sleeve surgery, uh, about four weeks ago. And, um, by this time next year, you're not even going to see me anymore. I'm going to be gone because I'm losing weight. Uh, down four, 48 pounds in the last six weeks um, and uh, and loving it. So, you What's know. the first thing you noticed? My penis? No, the, the first thing I noticed was... First thing I noticed when I woke up from the anesthesia? No, from losing all that weight. Has it been a big lumps at a time? No, that doesn't sound right. Big losses at a time. Well, let, let, let's or be is clear. It just a little bit every day. Let's be clear. When I when I the, when I went on a big time like medical diet with doctors and like dietitians and stuff. Uh, that broth nonsense. No, well, no, it was like a meal replacements and shakes thing and exercise program. That was back in 2019. Not not gastric band, gastric sleeve. Um, but uh, I went on this kind of program. It was a 12-month program, 12-week program. And in that 12-week program, I lost 60 pounds. Um, Which is amazing. In three, three months. Then I flew to Denver to, to Andy Rhodes' house for the beginning of the summer tour where we had the media passes for the first time. And, um, and about three months later, I had gained 70 pounds back. <laughs> so, and that's the story of my attempts at losing weight. And it finally got to the point where like where I started that 60 pound weight loss back in 2019 is eight pounds heavier than I am now, only eight pounds heavier than I am now having lost 48 pounds already. So, you know, it, it, it look, my weight has been like a stock market chart of, you know, when you look over the not last 90 years where it goes like this. And, um, and so, yeah, I, I have a couple friends uh, uh, who have had this, some family members and, you know, I'm surprised I actually went through with it because I think part of my issues with food are not are, are psychological and not necessarily physical, but uh, but it's going to change. It's going to change a lot, but uh, but yeah. So it's weird that I didn't want to talk about that until now because I just kind of wanted to be okay first, but uh, but yeah. Uh, so I appreciate it. Um, so have you got any? Do you have any targets of like clothes, you, old clothes you want to wear, old Arsenal kits? So you're going to go. I'm fitting in that. The problem is all the old Arsenal kits I bought 
have ridiculous stupid names. So like I, I you know, I have a a purple, you know, that purple Theo Walcott kit waiting for me. Um if I lose about another 80 pounds. I've got uh I got some Chamat kits I bought from China from the woman who told me that the, the shirt didn't fit because I had a little too much baby fat. And that was when I was that was when I was uh 220 pounds. Uh I've got yeah, I've got some awful old shirts that I can wear, but I did I, I did not get rid of them. So uh yeah, I'm gonna have to buy a whole new wardrobe. But uh but yeah, still money on on food and drink as well, because if you're not eating, I mean, the local lobster place that you go to, they must have gone bankrupt. That yeah, they well, they got they went bankrupt in anticipation of me having the surgery. Um, they brought in some extra investors, but yeah. So here's here's a little photo uh, montage here. This this is the, <laughs> this is the the day of the surgery when I was getting ready. Um, that was before that picture. Then then I got a little happy. I guess I was a little nervous. Then. Uh, this is after the surgery. <laughs> I got uglier. I was like, I thought you were supposed to take out 80% of my stomach, not give me a, a speech impediment or a facial situation. I've but. only ever had an operation once, no, twice, both times dentistry stuff. Took out all my wisdom teeth in, in 94. And then in about 90, 97, I think it was, went to Hinterbrook Hospital and had another tooth taken out because it was quite in there and i wrote on my belly in permanent marker don't touch my cock and point it downwards <laughs> and i painted my toenails black and they got really fucked off with that because apparently when they put the thing on it to measure your, your stat levels stat stat stats some combination of those um it, it didn't go through my toenails so they got really fucking annoyed with me i thought it was funny don't touch my cock well couple questions uh we have mark saying does that mean we don't get we can't go for lamb ribs when you asked me about that the last time i i wasn't quite sure how to answer but but uh you know by that point uh i might be able to have like two ounces of lamb it's probably not going to be the best uh thing for me to order but uh but yeah i'm going to be eating and drinking a little differently when i'm in london this time when we spoke about this a couple of weeks ago, I thought that they they make it you cut you make your stomach smaller, and then over time it will just get bigger again. But you're saying for the rest of your life you're going to have the stomach the size of a, of a, of a one year old. The I mean, stomach doesn't your gut, your, it doesn't like, it doesn't grow back. It it can expand a little bit, but I mean it, the stomach for I mean there's three different types of surgery. There's a bypass, which was kind of the original way, and that's that's a severe that. It's reversible. So they clamp it off, isn't it? it they, they, yeah, they clamp it off completely, and then they basically connect this with with this, and 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 the food doesn't actually go through your stomach in the same way. You just end up straight out. <laughs> Fucking they, hell! They, they take your anus and they connect it to the yeah. side of your mouth, and it's just there kind you of, But um, but no, that um, and then there's the there's a band which they don't do much anymore, where they just and kind we have of, that over here, the gastric band. Yeah, I don't think that that's as common anymore, but uh, the sleeve is kind of the newest one. It's the one that's done the most. Um, it's not reversible from from a surgical standpoint, but it, uh, it, it they essentially remove 85% of your stomach. And oh, so you yeah. absorb things differently. You absorb food differently. So you get drunk on a teaspoon of vodka you, or something. You, you might. I mean, I, 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 know a guy, I know a guy who I was sitting with him when he took his first drink 
uh, about four months or so after getting the surgery. And, and he was like, I got to go really slow and careful because I have no idea what this is going to do to me. I mean, they say never to drink again, but, um, you know, they're like, we know that people are kind of, kind of at some point do it. Just don't do it like a month after. I didn't realize um, how serious it was. Oh, it's a, it's a big deal. So, uh, so oh, yes, it, it, it affects the booze. Uh, it doesn't mean I'm not going to ever, you know, drink again, but I, it, it probably won't be beer because you can't really have carbonation. You don't tolerate that well. Um, so, so does it work though? Was so yeah, if you yeah, don't it get works. full, it, I mean, it, it you, absolutely works. No, I mean, so before I know with people, I don't, I'm not fat because I eat too much. I'm fat because I don't move. I don't really care. Like today, I've had two bananas and five sausages. That's it. I don't want to eat anything else. By the way, I remember when I was drinking, uh, people were commenting that I looked like I was having a baby, uh, baby drink or whatever that a couple of weeks ago that those were my protein shakes no but i mean so uh, with people who have problems eating and they just want to constantly eat so does that does it work that you you go well i can't do that now and so i'm gonna eat small amounts it, no it, it it's not a uh, it, it isn't just a, a thing that just fixes you and makes you skinny because if you're not right up here if you don't change your this has gotten very serious. All of a sudden, attitude towards food. If you if you don't change your attitude towards food, if you don't in, in, incorporate a psychological element, and they have support groups, and and uh, you know, it's not just a surgery, and then okay, okay, you know, you're on your own now. There's a whole program. What you do right before the surgery, what you do for two weeks after, what you do for the next two months, what you do for the six months after that, and uh, you know, people do fall off the wagon and put weight back on again if they're just not careful about what they eat how much getting I mean, extra. couldn't that be really bad though could that be really dangerous if they just go oh i'm having a bad day i'm gonna eat a, a, a couple of liters of ice cream well could the, it kill you the, your stomach's gonna pop no or you just be sick you would not be able to do that no your <laughs> your stomach wouldn't pop you would get sick you like like for like i'm at a stage right now where i am in my fourth week after surgery and I have recommendations, but restrictions on, on how much you eat. If I eat more than a tiny little spoon of something mushy, I've only started eating actual foods in the last week. Uh, started on Tuesday, actually. And, um, and, and the food that you can eat, was it Tuesday? Yeah, Tuesday. The food that you can eat has to be something that's completely mushy that you can essentially mash down to your plate with a fork by itself without cutting it or blending it. It's like bananas that you can mash down or egg salad or something like tuna salad um, with light mayonnaise. And, uh, and you got to eat like very, very small amounts at a time and then wait, because if you put too much down there, it ends up being like a funnel. Like uh, the entry to your stomach is smaller. And so, so it's not going to go anywhere until you've too much food or drink it. sticks in here. And then it kind of like, it's like, have you ever poured wine? <laughs> you don't drink, but have you ever poured no. wine through a um, aerator? And no. it just goes, and then just goes down. That's exactly, and you can hear it. Like, it'll make gurgling noises and stuff. So, uh, so you know, your body tells you when you're eating too quick, if you've eaten too much. I mean, I haven't had that experience where, where my body's rejected something because I've forgotten what I'm supposed to do. But, like, if I tried to just take a, five mouthful gulp of this like you would if you were completely thirsty and just run a race or something 
I'd, I'd feel like I have like really, really sharp heartburn. So I take little sips and, uh, and it's fine, but like, and wait for your stomach to do what it does before yeah, you can take more total, total calorie intake right now is under a thousand calories a day. And I'm, and, and unlike when I was doing a thousand calorie diet before you feel full. You feel full after having a meal like this. Whereas, uh, what did I do here? This was one of my first meals when I was able to start eating food earlier this week. It was two, ounce, two ounces of tuna salad, and I didn't even eat all of those peaches. Uh, but, you know, I mashed down those peaches kind of, and, and you chew like 20 times before you swallow. So it's basically like pureed in your mouth if it's not so if it's not already like that. So, you know, those are the size of foods, this egg salad and, a, and that much of a banana, just the tip. I, I, I just I put, the, I put the tip in to see how it felt and, um, and it was fine. But that, I mean, that's the entirety of a meal. I don't even want to show you some of the meals that I used to have. I mean, you know, Daniel, Daniel Robert, I don't think he's in the chat right now, but he saw me eat a full meal. Uh, I mean, the, the amount of food is ridiculous. And now this was my Thanksgiving dinner. I splurged and I had a, a little bit more turkey than I was supposed to, but it was like, it, it was this See, kind I, of, it was I this thought, kind of turkey <laughs> for Thanksgiving. When you say it's been reduced, I thought it'd be reduced maybe half of a fist. The stomach? size, Yeah. It might be because the stomach's only like. A normal st- it the the stuff the I'd stomach. I imagine your one would be like a, a, the stomach like a cow. Is, you had two or three of them. Well, yes, but the, that was just me. Now the stomach after surgery, they say, is the size of a banana and the shape of one too. Whereas normally it would be like the size of a cantaloupe, small cantaloupe. Maybe. <laughs> I keep forgetting to highlight people's messages. Up oh yeah, I'm, I'm I'm all in the pictures here, so you got to highlight. Uh, uh, oh, I'll, I'll highlight your messages. Uh, Phil says. Egg mayo and a banana. That sounds like a Danny meal. Well, today, two bananas, five sausages, and that's it. Because I don't <laughs> like food. Oh, see, I love food. And, and uh, so this was the... Uh, I never the... had to eat food again. I wouldn't care. Although I do like chocolate. I just don't like being hungry. And that's my issue. Uh, yeah, Mark Demsek uh, says, are you sure we should be talking about food? Isn't that going to make it harder for you? No, because I'm kind of, I'm talking about the changes. I'm not like, Oh, I wish I could have, I mean, the, although we will be talking about food in a minute when I, when we do the, uh, the Thanksgiving dinner arsenal conversation, but, uh, uh, but yeah, the, uh, this was tonight's dinner. This was a special delicacy for me tonight. I'd rather eat fucking nothing. I'd rather put the bowl on my head and go to bed. You know what, what the, the fuck this, is that? I'd this, say it's crab knowing you. It's not crab, although I do have crab. This is steamed spiced shrimp diced and mashed into almost a paste <laughs> with uh with avocado. What's the green shit? Avocado. Fuck that. So there's your green stuff, uh punk ass in the chat. Um so uh Egg, egg soup still on the menu. I had uh, yeah, to ask the, the ask the Amazon listening device what broth was. I had no idea what broth. I've heard of it. I thought it was like a soup, isn't it? It's just not nothing, isn't it? Broth it's is uh, water. Broth is basically like the water that if you if you were to cook beef in water, or if you cook beef in water, it would, that would be what it's beef flavored. 
Well, like chicken soup is chicken broth. The liquid in chicken broth in, in chicken noodle soup or chicken soup is chicken broth. And so there's beef broth, and that's that. That's what I was having when I was able to do liquids only. But, um, yeah, he wasn't saying, "Are we sure we should be talking about food?" He said, uh, "Demsek was saying that when I put the tip in, he wasn't sure that we were talking about food." But uh, so anyway, it's a thing I did. Um, I I'm starting to I think look less fat. I'm not going to say I'm looking thinner, but uh, I've got about another hundred pounds till I'm in a good place and 140 until I'm in a great place. And I don't think, I, I mean, I'm going to, do I have any pictures uploaded of, of me when I was, when I was a kid? Uh, just this one. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to look like that. That's one of my favorites. <laughs> no, I have some old kid, some pictures um... from London when I was a kid, but I, but they're on the other, uh, on the other server, and I can't. Yeah, it's disordered Chinese. I was meant to be having Chinese tonight with Sean's mum, but uh, that's something I'm probably going to have to stay away from. But so I did the, the thing. I did the thing, and uh, and, and I'm excited <laughs> about it. So um, anyway, um, World Cup. What are you thinking so far? Are you are you not watching it? What's Malbec? Malbec is red wine. It's a type of red wine. Um, I watched the first half of the opening game and thought it's bullshit. And then I watched 20 minutes, the last 20 minutes of the first half of Saudi Arabia, Argentina, and thought, fucking hell, Argentina can't put two passes together. They're going to get walloped. And then I watched the first half England, and that's it. Because I don't give a fuck about you. The World See, this Cup. is... This is a perfectly timed World Cup for you over there because it's not because the, the games are 10, 10 a.m., one p.m., three, uh, four p.m., and seven p.m. How's that good for me? That's, I, I didn't say good. I didn't say good for you specifically because you are a bat. So uh, my, 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 shit, my my routine at the moment, roughly, is I will go to bed, go in my bedroom at about four or five a.m. And then I'll get into bed. By it takes me half hour to get into bed. And then I'll sit in bed and I watch it. I'll watch Netflix or Amazon or YouTube. And I do that until eight, nine, ten, eleven. The other day is midday before I went to sleep. And then I'll wake up at about every four or five hours for a wee. And then I, the other night I woke up at ten p. After the England game, I woke up at ten p.m. And then by the time I got up and got dressed and got, I say, got dressed, put a t-shirt on and gone in the sitting room. It was 11 p.m. Then I'll feed the cats, and then I'll go and do internet stuff. I usually check the papers online, and then maybe about 1 a.m. I'll cook dinner in the oven, and then uh, maybe it finish eating that. And then then I'll, I'll come in the sitting room once it's cooked, and then I'll watch a film. I've been watching all the Star Trek films at the moment. I'm up to Star Trek Seven, and then and then I watch that while I'm eating dinner. And then when I'm finished that, usually about 2 a.m., 3 a.m., I'll play football manager until about 4 or 5. And then that'll be 5 or 6. Then go, and then everything will get two hours later. And the next day, two hours later. Then the next day, everything is... So today I woke up at 5. So he your... was on in my bedroom. Got up at half 5. And so tomorrow Moogie's going to be here. And so I will be getting up at 3. But if I just leave it, I need a 28 to 30-hour day. So then I'd be getting up at the same time every day. But I could wake up after ten hours sleep and then go back to sleep for another ten hours. Is your so, circadian rhythm? Uh, oh, it died. 
It, it, yeah, it died of cat aids. Of what? Ridiculous. Cat aids. Yeah, I have. I, mean, no so, so, I wasn't talking about your your schedule, but like, yeah, I mean, over here it's, it's it's five, eight, eleven, and two. So the five a.m. game is always. I mean, it, it, it's a pain in the ass, but uh, you know, I've, I've been doing it. Um, Are you been watching them? I have. I've been watching. I, I've missed two complete games uh, due to sleep uh, and a couple of partial games, but. Um, the football's good. It's just, I, it, for some reason, this season, th- this World Cup, the off the offsides and the and the VARs are absolutely killing me. And the yellow cards. What the fuck's going on with that? And the injury time. I've, I've listened to some on the radio because like, the injury my time, head- I actually think is is it makes sense. Like I I, I I I've always been a little annoyed when you know that when they add four minutes that there was actually eight or nine minutes of fucking around during that half uh but that you can't add eight or nine minutes unless there's a noticeably long injury like you know a guy lying down with a concussion or something what, what do we have there tango Apple tango zero that's how much are they zero. how much are they paying for that promotion that's that's valuable no one's watching 29 people just saw that it's actually got four calories for a that 12 calories none of which are sugar Well, yeah, but it's, um, I just find the whole thing wrong uh, because they're lying, conniving bastards. And once everyone, oh, we'll do, we'll do the World Cup like everyone you should do. Oh, by the way, when you're here, there'll be no rainbow stuff. No, nothing with any colour. Oh, by the way, we won't have any kind of celebration. Oh, by the way, there's no drinking. I mean, I don't even drink. I'm not even the gay. And it does not, doesn't affect me. I'm not even there. But it is just bullshit because those cunts have come in, taken our World Cup on a promise, and then gone, once you're here, no, nah, rules have changed. Not doing this. You're not celebrating. You're not doing this. You've got to stand out in the fucking – the original queues, like four-hour queues in a million degrees, and they weren't even giving out water to people. They're just scumbags. Aside from the politics of it, because I agree with you 100%. Yeah, I know on you that. do. Everybody I mean, agrees. It, it's, it, it's absurd that this is even happening, any element of it whatsoever. But if you take it in a vacuum, you take all of that out and you look at it based on competition, which I, you know, again, in my, in my day-to-day thinking and my life, I don't do that. Although I guess I kind of am compartmentalizing because otherwise I wouldn't be watching it um, out of general principle, but I'm, I'm a weak man, so I'm watching it. But footballistically, I like the added time. I think, you know, I, I'm... I'm, I like the tradition of football, but I'm not opposed to making some changes. I love the goal line technology. I like the thought of VAR. I hate the application of it, especially in the Some of those offsides of him, like the ones um, Argentina, didn't they have a lot? And, and in the first game with well, they're, they're uh, been, yeah, some yeah, of them were no, they, they, they lied. They moved some of the people for the second goal that Valencia scored. Like, there was no way that he was offside that much. Uh, or oh, yeah. I mean, presumably, if they've got if they've got technology on offside, this, the assisted offsides that's as accurate as goal line technology, it would be hard to argue with those calls. Um, unfortunately, it. I mean that, and this is nothing new. The ability to enjoy a moment is gone. Like you cannot celebrate a goal. Watching it on TV. And then to make it worse, they've got TV, that shit where they let you play on, even though everyone knows it's offside. Which, well, 
that what makes the fuck sense. is that? To me, that makes sense because you eliminate the likelihood of calling it offsides wrongly and ruling out a goal that should have happened. That that I make sense. That that to me makes sense, except for when it's obvious that someone was offside and there's an injury getting ready to happen. You know, two people going going at each other uh, to, for a 50-50 ball. But the um, you know, but the the there's just been so many goals called back for offside for millimeters, and it's it's just killing like the the in stadium experience. You celebrate. I mean, this happened when when I went to the United game this year and many other games. But uh, you know, with the Martinelli goal that five minutes later was called back for uh, for a foul, and the Martinelli goal against Brighton last year at the Emirates, where we at the end of the first half, where we waited ten minutes for them to call it back for an inch. I mean, which is why I, I you know I I was asking on Mastodon, by the way. Um, whether you know whether this would make a difference. I mean, you you can never take away the the millimeters on or offside. There will always be a line. You can't not have a line, even if you went with Arsene Wenger's suggestion of you know daylight as opposed to millimeters. The amount of daylight is 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 up for debate. But you know, what if you just globally change the offer line, the offside rule in football so that all of your body uh, that can score a goal is offside. It, it, you know, you know. think about the, the sleeve starts three inches below the shoulder. What the fuck is that? So you're allowed to score here, but you're not allowed to score here. And you can be shoulder. And this can be offside, but this can't be offside. Football managed to go. A hundred and something odd years without any of this bullshit. Fuck it all off in the bin. I don't fucking want it. The assholes who run football don't care about football, as we've seen from the Netflix documentary. They're not in it for football. They're in it for money or they're in it for power. Fuck them all off. Put me in charge. Oh, it'd be glorious. I would. I would rather. I would rather VAR no longer exist for offside calls. Um, I for for red card reviews, sure. For penalties, yeah. it's, it's still subjective, but but for, you know, for encroachment on a penalty kick, uh, like you know, we saw encroachment in the World Cup uh, yesterday. The uh, the the penalty that was saved, the guy, it was a double save by Chesney. What a save! I saw the I saw that on Twitter. First save was great. The second save was amazing. But the guy Demon-esque. who shot it was way in the box before before the kick was taken. So. I, you know, I don't doubt that would have been called back if he had scored, but you know, that's an area where you can use VAR. But for these offsides calls, I mean, if if the linesman is so blind that he can't or she can't see the, uh, um, that, that, uh, they got are they got female officials at there. I'm, I'm surprised they have that hasn't. They, I, I don't believe them. at the World Cup. I, I don't know, but I don't think at the World Cup. But I certainly know that they have uh, they have female officials at, in the Premier League. So. Um, so, oh, but yeah, I mean, would it would, would it kill football? I, I know it, it won't take away the debate, but like, it would take away when two people are clearly overlapping with each other. You just wouldn't need to question which part is which because it would be onside. You'd have to be completely offside, just like in ice hockey. I'm not saying make football more like ice hockey because uh, then you know. Well, well, what do people man. want from football? We want goals. So you well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, and we're not goals. We're not artificially changing it in the sense that like 
you can only play two people at the back or, you know, you, you, you can't, I mean, we're not changing the way you play football other than maybe, you know, you, you can't, it'll change the offside trap a little bit. It'll change the way that free kicks work that, you know, kick free kicks into the box. But to me, you know, what's the problem with allowing somebody to be completely level. And as long as you're not completely in front of them, uh, you know, it, it, it's fine. I mean, I, that was my thing. And we got some responses because with Mastodon, with arsenalfc.social, you get a situation where you put something out there and people nicely respond and the debate is civil. Uh, Bill, AKA Gunnar works says, I'm fine with the offsize rule as is, but I do not like green eggs and ham. Or the new semi-automated offside stuff. I'm more in favor with letting the linesman decide it while giving the benefit of the doubt to the attacker, then let VAR intervene only for the po- the most egregious misses. Well, most egregious is a subjective term, so we, we get into that same that same situation. But uh, but I agree in principle with you that you know if you've missed an offside because you didn't realize there was a second defender there. The, I mean, the, the, I, you know, then then call that back. But for these pixel things where you have to draw the line to the ground and see whether the V was in front of the shoulder, it, that's killing the game. And and it's almost always to take a goal away, which is not what we want to be doing on a regular basis with this game. Um, Got some so, good comments from from what we've been saying from Joshua Page on on YouTube. If you think the World Cup has been has a, had bad play wait until 48 countries are in it which is the next world cup and it's been played in north korea <laughs> and px Gunner says north korea abandons nuclear program after fifa grants them the 2030 world cup i mean saudi arabia on about they'd like to go through at least saudi arabia got a decent team well half decent team but it's yeah. hilarious in qatar getting smashed every game they play um yeah goals and strippers at halftime um too many stoppages is turning the game into fucking Magnolia. No, it's turning the game into American football, which is exactly the difference between American football, which of course I have on right now and I'm watching because of my fantasy team. Dolphins, but the difference between American game. football and why I started, you know, migrating away from it is because of all the stoppages to review and look and, 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 and so he's right. I mean, it's, it's diabolical. All a striker has to do is stand offside and put his arm behind him so it's in line with the defender. Well, again, I what I said was the parts of your body that can be offside. I still agree with the fact that your arm shouldn't be on or offside. I don't even uh, know how offside works. I just shout at it as if I do. In in ice hockey, there's a line. It, it isn't a moving thing based on where a defender is. There's just a, there's a red line or a blue blue line, um, and it's about yay thick. Um, you know, two inches, but thick. And um, as long as when the puck enters the zone, if there is white between the puck and the line, it's entered the zone. And if you have a player who is completely in the zone already, when that happens, an offensive player, and there's white between their skate and the, the thing, then white being the ice, then you're offside. You can be completely off in the zone, but and stretch your foot back and just touch the the ice on the the blue line, and you're on side. And I think that's the way that uh, that offside should be. You'd have you'd have more goals. It gives it, it it makes it harder to defend. It makes it harder to defend free kicks, curlers into the box. But 
that's life, man. I mean, I, I don't want to, I don't want to see like, uh, you know, we got a, a feedback in here. Um, let's see, where was it? Hmm. I don't know. Uh, there was somebody that said that's not a good idea. I don't watch. Oh, I don't want. I don't want it to become a basketball. Uh, I like the current rule. I don't wish to see basketball scores. I don't want to see eight six scores either when when they're not deserved. But you know, we might see a little bit more three twos, a little bit more four twos. I mean, who wouldn't want that? So, I went to a Fulham game a few years ago, um, BX that. Uh, it was the same weekend that the Jaguars who are owned by the same guy that owns Fulham were in town for an American football game. And at halftime of the Fulham game, the Jaguars cheerleaders came out and, and danced and the crowd was not impressed. <laughs> it was ridiculous. When the Premier League first started their cheerleaders, didn't they? Uh, well, Crystal Palace has the, uh, oh. they had the, the, what were the, the crystals and they were hot. Oh, and they, when they, oh, I love a, uh, like a South, South London, like the the kind of accent where it sounds like you haven't gone to that much school. <laughs> I love that. I find that really sexy. But uh, and, and I'm talking about like when a guy has that. No, but these crystals, I think they got rid of them when they when they finally got re-promoted into the Premier League, like like seven or eight years ago. But uh, no, that was fun. So, yeah, I mean, I'm enjoying the play of the World Cup. I knew there were going to be a lot of upsets because it's in the middle of the season. Everybody's in, like, the opposite phase of concentration on on international football that they would normally have been in during a World Cup. So I I was pretty sure uh, there were going to be a lot of upsets. And then when I did all my picks for this pool that I'm entering, I was with Jake, and he was like, you're just looking for upsets. That's stupid. And so I listened to him, and and now, uh, fuck it. Um, Dempsey has a question there. It reminded me of a a, a question he, he asked earlier. Um, where was it? I think yeah. Have I, here we go. Um, which one? Well, the answer is no to all of them. But there's blue jab, and there's the um, the the woo flu jab. No, I've not, because the current strain of woo flu means you don't need anything. I was fine. I would stop calling it that. I would like you more if you stopped calling it that. Well, it's from Wuhan. Oh, look, he's got his arms crossed. That means he's serious. What's what's wrong with it? If we say the C word, YouTube might pick it up and then stick a label on us. We don't want labels. We can't be dealing with Jesus. <laughs> a Mexican label now. No, and uh, unless the, the 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 strains change to something really bad, then I probably won't either. Well, yeah, I just had my I just had a booster about a week ago, and didn't get sick the next day. Like I I I was planning on being sick the following day because I usually you know it's like a one day flu almost when you have the uh, the uh, vaccine, but. Uh, didn't do you have it. winter flu jabs there? Or don't yeah, you, yeah they, have, they have the flu vaccine as well. I had that. A couple but you don't have it when it's warm, though, do you? No, you usually have it in the fall, in the autumn. Well, even time. in Florida? I don't know. I don't live in Florida for another for two weeks. So are you going to move? When do you move everything out of the house? What are you going to do with the house you've got now? We're not. We're, nothing. Keeping uh, it and renting it. No, just we're going to live here when it's warm. 
um, Jake is, goes to school an hour and a half from where, from here. And so, uh, w- until he graduates college, if possible, we well, have two uh, of everything, all your favorite stuff. We have the same TV, the same sofas. We're going to have two houses. Yeah. We're going to have two homes full of furniture and, uh, and appliances and, and yeah, that's, uh, that's going to be a pain in the ass, but yeah. Sell it. Don't need it. You'll end up doing that anyway, selling it or renting it. You well, it. In a few years, then absolutely. I can't wait to, to – I mean, once we're comfortable in Florida and I have my uh, my flat in London to – You're to lazy to, boy. Um, if you, if you want, told people about that, you just let it slip? Told a few people. <sighs> but I'm, I'm not going to talk about that until it's done. Uh, okay. Uh, that's – it's it's likely to happen, but but it's it's it's. I'm not. buying next door, <laughs> or the one above, or something like that. I'm gonna squat in your garden. You can uh, you you can you can have the same spot you had thirty yeah. years ago. Oh, you can just you, nice. you can you can roll into that same spot. I'll legally be allowed to sit there <laughs> you, because I will give you a key fob, and you will be able to sit in the same place that you sat in uh do we don't we have that picture still oh we'll god able- knows so many of them uh, so how have work been with you having your e this year's <laughs> fucking bolting in the premier league we'll do some sort of fi- uh some, some sort of like like engineering survey to find out exactly where this spot is that you were sitting and then uh I mean, oh, it shouldn't be that hard. It shouldn't be that hard. This is uh, towards the clock end, right from the east end. There's Monkey Boy Matt sitting behind me. Right. This is a. Uh, you're you're sitting in the east end, right? Uh, pardon me. Yep. East end lower. Towards the clock end side. Yeah, the very closest one. Yeah. So. All right. Well, we'll 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 sit you there. Matt's got fat and bald now. Poor boy. Is, is Ruth still in here? I, see, I haven't been watching the comments. Is uh, but. Uh, Anyway, so uh, so yeah, I'm looking forward to that. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, we'll see early next year. But uh, but yeah, then when Jake's out of college, out of uni, uh, I can't. Uh, wait. Loki is um, Loki has he's a oh, not architect. It does. I can't remember what the name of his job Arch- is. Archivist. You know, he's some kind of architect thing, and uh, he has mapped out the entire of Highbury, and you can have a a drawing done on a computer from any seat position in the entire ground. So, so in your view from where you used to sit, he's meant to be sorting something out with Gav. Does Gav that, said, does that, uh, does that also go for the terraces? Yeah. Every single position. Well, I remember exactly where I stood on the North bank terraces. Oh, he is an architect. Um, well, it depends. He's an architect who can't spell, but he's an architect. <laughs> he's probably drunk. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, he's going to do that. I'll keep me in the message, Gavin. But it's Christmas, and Gav's busy with doing all of his other stuff. But eventually, you'll be able to, if if Gav and Loki get together and sort it out, they um, yeah, it says actually yes to scale too. Then you'll be able to go. Well, I sat in this seat in there, and Loki will bring it up on a computer, and then you'll have a view looking down at the pitch or whichever angle you want to have a look at, and it'll be, he sent me some drawings of them. Loki, it's amazing. I, what I would like. When when all this happens, 
is for Loki <laughs> for Loki to um, to I, and and I don't expect this to be done uh, gratis, but uh, I would like a view from where I used He's to stand. Loki. He doesn't need the money. That will uh, that will go up in the flat, and I would love, and I will uh, commission uh, a view from this lovely lady um, as well. Who's been uh, busy? Who um, who? Let's just, by the way, point out created this which is currently available on Gunners V Cancer for the uh, the the raffle you can go and donate there and get your tickets and apply them towards Ruth's amazing signed framed version of Highbury Days uh, I think we're we're seeing this same thing done on uh, on Gab's shop on the Shewar shop as a cross as a jigsaw puzzle as a crossword puzzle um but uh, so you can buy it as a jigsaw puzzle on Shewar, or you can get a signed version by donating to Gunners V Cancer. There's also a lot of other great stuff on there from the amazing Ruth Beck. You can win her prints, um, and uh, and her husband's even uh, quite charming. Talking about that, you can't this... win him though. You cannot win. She won him. You cannot win him. Um, yes. Hold on. Echo. Sitting room lights white. You see how, how long my fucking hair is at the moment. Um, right, I'm going to put it on me because I, I messaged Ruth and I said, I'd really like to buy some of the Christmas cards you've got, but don't you do them in a pack of eight or six or whatever they are, the real big ones? Uh, she said, no, they've sold out because they're so good. But she said, I can send you some. I said, well, I'll pay for them. She said, no, no, I'll send you some. Danny, I can send you some, and if you want to pay, donate it to the charity. I Because Ruth said Ruth has sent me a bunch of, of, of stuff. Yeah, but it's cheaper for her to post to me from there than it is. So she paid the postage, right? Oh. Here we go. Look at these. Oh, Shush. she did it. Oh. And then sent me all of these. So you got that one. Oh. Hold on, oh, my goodness. I haven't seen that one. That one's amazing. Hold on. I've got something on the other screen that I was, uh, I don't want to stream someone else's stuff. So there's this one that says Top of the League this Christmas. And oh, this one goes sideways. Yeah, but not like that. No, that's upside <laughs> I, I down. See that you're turning it the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, that's the tunnel leading into possibly the Emirates. They didn't have one at the Highbury, did we? Uh, I'm knackered already because um, I've not opened any of them yet. There's one of uh, an aerial view of, of Highbury. There was one at Highbury, and I and I, I walked through it. It's it's still there. It's part of the the. The thing now. It's the... I should have taken these out of their things, shouldn't I? So you can see them better. Didn't think about that. And there's the the Arsenal. That's the front. That's the the East End. Um, ah, one outside the Emirates. There you go with a the cannon. These are bigger. We see where my fat fingers are here. That it goes all the way to there. And then uh, the Bird Camp celebration. Easier if I hold it there because I'm about to be able to stop moving. Uh, the Arsenal lettering outside the front. Each of them will say um, season's greetings. So if you go to, um, I'll put a link to these to um, Ruth's Etsy in the, when I do the tweets for this. And it's actually go, quite easy. Yeah. If you go to Burkamp Wonderland, then I'll have it in there as well. But don't go to there. No one goes there. And then that's that, the second gate there, which is, oh, I'm going to get this back to front. That gate there is where I used to go in. I think. 
Yeah. Actually, no, it was, it was this one here, the little red one, where I ran over Alan Smith's foot because it's only a single door. And that's how I used to go into the stadium. And there's um, oh, there's two more. Ah, a Christmas tree with a... There we go. I have to get the, the light on it. With a, a, an Arsenal bauble, of which I have a few. And then this one's quite clever. A, a Saliba in a drinks bottle. And then... Uh, and she also sent me some of last season's ones that she did. But I can't hold these up because I'm about to run out of energy. But you can see all these smaller ones. And sent me all of those as well. So if you want to get them and, and support a uh, a local artist, an actual proper fan, not someone who's being a fan just because they want to make their way to the top and, and try and make a career out of it, unlike some scumbags, <sighs> yeah, go to uh, buyruthbreckart.com and go and get them. And uh, I was gonna uh, maybe I should give some away, but they're they're not just go and buy them from her. I'm not giving if, these away, these are mine. If, if you give them away, then yeah. then that decreases the likelihood people are going to donate to Gunas versus Cancer, where you can get all of these. Because <laughs> I, I have my own collection, Danny. I have uh, let's well, see, see in the post randomly. Uh, we, we, we got Tony Adams, uh, we've got. The entrance to uh, to my my future apartment. Are uh, these last year's ones? I said flat, by the way. Uh, these, yeah, the, these are not some of the newest ones, but I uh, but I yeah, was attested to by this. Ruth, I'm sorry you I'm sorry you took the time to make this. Um, could you turn this? Could we Photoshop this into um, Eric oh, Cantona? Eric Cantona at uh, Selhurst Park. <laughs> And just turn the ball into into a uh, palace supporter, and uh, there's the, the North Bank stand. Some of these, I mean, some of these are ones I haven't even seen before because I haven't taken them out of the out of the bag. But it's just the, didn't didn't intend to do a five minute infomercial uh, on Ruth Beck. But when do you not want to hear? When I don't even give Christmas cards usually, and I'm only going to give them to people that are Arsenal fans. So Sean and my mum. And uh, Sean's mum, and I think you know what she also did, which was which I thought was really really special. She did a special Hanukkah edition of cards, and there's like 14 different paintings of Yossi Benyamin. It's it's unbelievable. <laughs> it's so good. And um, someone asked, um, and they asked Danny, which is a little insulting to me. They only asked Danny. Now BX. Bro, you know me. Why would you only ask Danny if he has old match pros? Well, be, well, because for sale, and you know that he's a. Because uh, I've got hundreds of the fucking things that I don't want. An eBay. I got me some. This was this. Tell me if you notice anything about the date on this. April fifteenth, nineteen eighty-nine. Nope. You don't. Your birthday. You don't recognize that game. No. What, something also happened on that day besides us playing uh, Newcastle. Were you born? No. Uh, unfortunately, 96 people died that day. Um, oh, right. But, no, uh, I don't know. That date is not any relevance to me. I wouldn't have to, any reason to remember it. Yeah. I, um, I barely know what day it is now. I'll never forget that day because you know people start talking about what was happening. I actually remember the day, and um, 
and and you know the crowd was like silent and that day was actually featured in uh in in fever pitch but yeah here's the wimbledon game oh these are some bad memories the wimbledon game um right what song did that one it was the game we were supposed to win the league and uh and we drew them after losing to darby here's the darby one don't remember that here's darby with uh who's that on there so getting back to BX's question, why BX? Do you want some? You want some, do you? Do you want some? <laughs> oh, come get some. Oh, well, I mean, BX is in um, in America somewhere, isn't he? Yes, so, New, Jer- New Jersey, I believe. Yeah, to post, they are so heavy. To post them anywhere is ridiculous amount of money. Joyzy. Yeah, mine are not for sale, unfortunately. I mean, I, I've I've donated a couple to charity. I mean, they're not worth that much. It's not like they're that rare. Uh, no. Although it is it is kind of cool, I guess, that they're forty years old. But they're more sentimental to me than they would be valuable to to a collector, I guess. But um, but yeah, I've probably I mean, got. I mean, over there, there's a load. There's a load in the hallway. I've got hundreds of books. You no, know, I've probably got about 150 books. God, in how two old? Or three places. How <laughs> old is Loki? He's a little bit younger than us. 47 from the 30s. He's got, like, he went and got, to, do, are, are they autographed by Herb Chapman or what? I mean. The Herb, as he's known to his mates. Master, so you, the people that you, I you, like this. You and me both, mate. We, we, we were, it's strange to think that 34, 33 and a half years ago, we were standing on the same piece of concrete as each other uh, and didn't know it. And I was 16 and you were 39. Um, but uh, sorry, I know I interrupted you, but. Oh, um, BX says he only wants about five. Have you got five you can give him? I might. I might have a couple. Man, I've got five. I've definitely he... got five you can have. I don't want anything for them. You pay the postage and I'll send you five, BX. Well, they say, hit me up on the gram. <laughs> no, don't hit me up on the gram. I don't even put stuff on there anymore. Oh, for fuck's sake, you fat-handed fuck. No, he says he, he – you can't read tonight. He didn't say he wants five. He says he only has five. And they're, prob- oh. they're probably like – I saw know. the number five, and I just assume the rest like I do everything else in life. Yeah. All you do is just scan all the chat for fives. Yeah. And then you I just I don't even go. like odd numbers. I can't stand odd numbers. They irritate me. Well, they are not fans of yours either, I've heard. But no. So speak, speaking of fees for pitch, which I, which I mentioned um, – Great film. This is this is how great my son is. He's home. That reminds me. All quite all quiet on the Western Front. I'm not sure if I did that to my list of films. Thank you very much. Carry on. So I did not go down to South Florida with my family for Thanksgiving this year because of the surgery. Um and it was a great excuse not to have to be in the circus that is my in-laws' house on Thanksgiving. Uh, my son came home on Friday because he's got to go back to uni and he had spent one night here. And during that night, we watched uh, a James Bond movie, which he wanted to watch. Which one? Quite good. Uh, Skyfall. Now, I'm not a, I'm not a James Ooh, Bond expert. One. I'm not a James Bond expert. I've only maybe seen three of them. I The last one I had seen before this one was the one that Duran Duran did the uh did the thing for when Pierce, was it Pierce Brosnan at the time or was it still Probably. Roger Moore? But like um it was a long time ago but this was pretty good i mean it was ridiculous but it was good and um and that guy daniel beddingfield daniel Craig, 
Daniel Craig, uh, very good James Bond, much better than I expected. Uh, so we watched that, and then when He's that was over, good. when that was over, he says, "Let's watch Fever Pitch," uh, which I love. Uh, I mean, we've watched. Has he it. seen it before? We've, yes, uh, th- that was okay. one of the when, when they were kids, and we used to have the DVD player in the car to shut them up, and we would just play movies over and over and over again. That was one of the ones we played. Um, but uh, and then they leave home and abandon you. And then they come back and they ask to see Fever Pitch. Not not a bad deal. Sean uh, did actually ask if uh, when she she's coming back on the first and the second of December. But you, guys watch, decide, you guys should watch Fever Pitch together. She wouldn't give a fuck. Um, she said, "I'll get some Christmas." I've got a, one of my externals. I've got hundreds of films on external drives, and I've got one just Christmas films. There's probably about seventy or eighty on it. And she said, "Oh, we'll have to watch some um, uh, Christmas films because last year we didn't because uh, we had a bit of a disagreement." And then it turns out her work are making her work Christmas Eve until eight fucking p.m. So I mean, she's not going to get here till ten. And then she's going to be knackered. Fucking ridiculous. Yeah, but then she is off for a week after that. So we'll probably watch them then. But uh, favourite Christmas films, do you have any? Or do you just sit there going, heathens? I I know. I, I, I don't much care for Christmas films. Is it but illegal look, to watch Christmas films for your it's, lot? It, it, it's um, in the eyes of, 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 the, um, of, of the Torah. No, um, mm. it, it's, I'm just not interested. And and no, Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. That's uh, that's because it stupidest, fucking is. That's the stupidest thing I ever heard. It is Die a Hard Christmas film, Christmas. number one. Now, 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 mind you, I've never seen Die Hard, so I'm I'm, I'm being. You haven't Dan- seen Die Hard. I'm being Danny right now. Yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm judging things I know nothing about. Only, there's only room for one of us like that. Curmudgeons on here. It is a Christmas film, and that I will is watch. I will watch Die Hard if if they put it on Mastodon. <laughs> Don't, don't you think it'd be worth just just giving up um, the, the Jewishness and just uh, embracing the other any other way just for Christmas because it's that good? No, I'm no, I'm fine. I'm, I'm actually good. Um, so Heathen. Fever Pitch. My favorite scene in Fever Pitch was uh, I, I, it's not my favorite scene, but um, my favorite of Sebi's. Have you got this, look at this? My hybrid days painting sister. It sure I does. didn't know that. It sure does. Here, wait. Um, it was one of the first things I noticed when I saw it. That's sexy Frank. Right there on the left. All oh, the, on the left. Yeah. Those fucking horses used to shit everywhere. And I'd shout, <laughs> stop letting your horses shit. Oh, I, walk, through I, it. I walked in shit on the way to the on the way to Highbury so many times. Not so many times, but more than once. <laughs> I think the Ian Wright and that lot, wasn't that the next level up, Roof? Because uh, that was the Ian Wright one hanging out the window, and he mooned. That was after he did the double in '98, and I nearly got crushed. I had to get a load of blokes to surround me to stop me getting crushed against the curb. That's a, th- this is such a great piece of art. I wish I could enlarge it on here, but uh, so many oh, people Easter- screen grab it and, and not pay for it. So many Easter eggs. Oh, good point. Instead, you have to screen grab this. Um, Sexy Frank and Travis. Sexy Frank there, there is going to get one of those Christmas cards, Ruth. Travis won't because he's dead. <laughs> you're not going to just, you're not gonna just shove it into the ground? Is he in that cemetery that you walked me through to, to kill me at? Not allowed. I don't even know what. I think that's a Church of England one. I don't know. No, he's just chucking <laughs> in the river, didn't he? I you were going to kill me. Like weird music started playing. So uh, so anyway, the, the, the famous scene at the end of, of Fever Pitch, this, this still right here. Uh, <laughs> Many, many years ago, our good friend Sebi 
decided to create this when when I was doing a podcast. So we've got the before picture. <laughs> I can't tell which one's which. And the after picture. Ah. Look who's up at the... Oh, wait, hold on. Oh, you can't see it because the screen... I ain't getting on no plane, fool. No, that's not... <laughs> that's not... That's not Mr. T. Of course it's Mr. fucking T. No, Who else wears that much gold? <laughs> it's not Mr. T's face. All right. Can't see his face. Street it's, me out. It's, it's, away. it's Kenny Ken's face on Mr. T's body. Ah, <laughs> uh, well... For those at home and having a poo on the and having a bath in the whatever, the word streamyard is blocking out the face, so you can't. All you can see is it is uh, looks like Mr. T. Well, it's it is Mr. T's body, but it's from the A team uh, from the A team picture that he did as well, which was another good one. But um, so anyway, uh, we enjoyed what we, we were up until all hours of the night watching um, Fever Pitch. Then like an hour later waking up to watch the uh, whatever game was on at five o'clock. So you yeah. had an hour of sleep that day? Pretty much. Well, and then I dozed off in between the games because there's an hour, there's an hour in between each game. Yeah. And then, uh, I've not watched any NFL this season. I shouldn't go out of my way and try and make sure I do because the Dolphins are going to win the Super Bowl. They are pretty good. They, uh, they had a good game today, I believe. They did. They won again. Yeah. They're back. It's it's that quarterback. It's Tua. Tua. Where's he it's from? Like, uh, uh, it's like uh, Samoa, I think. Um, Same thing. The um, his name is basically from that movie, the the Al Pacino movie. Oh, Tua. Little Mermaid. No, Tua. Hua. Uh, um, so yeah, thanks. How was your Thanksgiving? Uh, I don't know if, what, what are you thanking for killing all the Indians and stick, which I am 0.01% Native American, so I can call my people Indians. You went there and you stole their country. Is that what you're thanksgiving for? No, that's what Columbus Day is for. Oh, <laughs> um, good old Columbus. But uh, now Thanksgiving, uh, Thanksgiving is for giving thanks for the bountiful harvest. I mean, it, it is very much related to. Stealing, stealing and rampaging land. You'd never get the English the stealing country. people's countries, boy. No, never, me? never, never fucking happened ever. Now we're paying the fucking price. Jesus, <laughs> everyone fucking hates us. But uh, technically, that it was the English that did that to the to the Native Americans. Whatever, too. they weren't history. Americans. Just get over it. See the Welsh. <laughs> so I had Fuck my Thanksgiving. So I had my Thanksgiving dinner, and then my phone rings with a, with a with a FaceTime. What? And it was this guy. Hello. Hello. My name's Andy. I'm I'm English, but I sound like Kermit the Frog now. It's Peter Kay's bastard son. <laughs> I mean, look at that. Uh, look at that boy? mug. And I, I mean, just look at. I mean, is that, he looking that, after Admittedly, your son? that's a bad angle, but I mean, my God. Uh, so anyway, so we're having this conversation, and the reason he called me. Was because he was having an argument with his wife and his mom, Michelle, the lovely Michelle, about whether oh saying the, off. saying the word Jew was offensive. Bye, Ruth. Bye, thanks Ruth. for the cards and thanks for the two uh, sticks of um, candy cane. I gobbled them down like I'd never had sugar before. Fucking fat Andy cunt! Nearly did it again. Ruth is uh, yeah. is lovely. Cheers, Thank Ruth. you. Gone. So he calls me because they're having an argument about whether the word Jew is, is a slur or is offensive. 
And Isn't I'm, it just factual? Well, I, I'm like, it depends on the context that you're using it. I mean, you know, if 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 it's preceded by the word fucking, <laughs> you know, or, or you know, scum, scummy or something, I mean, you know, it, it 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 refers to a Jewish person. So if you're saying, you know, I there were that's the old is it a is it a race or is it a religion? It's both. If the you know, if you're saying like there were ten people there, four were uh Catholic, three were Protestant, and three were Jews. I mean you could say Jewish, but but I mean it it's it's not offensive, but it's also the tone. Like when you say, Oh, he's a Jew. I mean that's, that's not very that's nice. sexy, isn't it? No, that's not meant to be sexy. That's pretty. That's no, great. Or, you know, or, so it, it's all about the context, but the word itself is not a. Uh, you know, it's it's not like other things like, you know, like <gasps> the like the N word, where it's in any context, it's not okay, and it's not something that, you know, saying Jew is not something that only Jewish people can say, and no one else can. It's just it depends completely on the context. The Y word is a different story, completely different story. Yeah, but your your thoughts on that, you get quite the ump over that, didn't you? Yeah. I do, I do. Um, in fact, but, you might have made a little drunken documentary about it, didn't you? Uh, may or may not. And have. the stupid fucks had no idea what they were letting them. <laughs> a drunk Jew outwitted a load of <laughs> fake Jews. No, drunk Jew is a fentanyl. <laughs> no, that's exactly what I was that night. Very, um, but very. the the uh, the rest of the conversation went quickly downhill when when he turned the camera around to show me Ollie, who's now five years old. And um, I, I probably shouldn't be saying this, but he he jokingly tells his five-year-old son to pull out his his willy, <sighs> and and he st- and the kid starts doing it, and so like the camera gets whipped around, and Michelle goes, "Ah, you, you don't do that! You can't tell him to do that!" And the whole the whole place goes crazy. Um, and so then he and then the he accuses, end up? then he accuses me of asking for that of asking to see it. Yep. And so and so I get this combination of text messages, one from that night and one from the next day, but they look like they were sent back to back. <laughs> oh no, okay, actually all right, they were only an hour apart. Um still counts. The second part, the second one was about the England game. <laughs> It was it was purely in response to how the England game ended, um, and the first one was a a proliferation of a complete lie that I that I somehow was the one who prompted that when when in fact it was him. So how did the argument end? Did it end with a? Uh, he's still telling he's still telling people I asked I asked him to take it out, which is not my thing. I am not into that. No. Um, That'd be wrong whatsoever. Um, yeah, you can make any word sound offensive. Flower, I mean, dirty boy, dirty flower. So, um, so yeah, that was my Thanksgiving. Um, had a good time. What else do we have? Did you go and hide while everyone is stuffed and gorged on food? Oh, I know what I wanted to talk about with Thanksgiving. No, I, I, I spent it on my own. Uh, I had Thanksgiving by myself. Um, Where's Mrs. Feinberg? She's with her family. As as were my kids when oh. uh, in their week off. So uh, how did so you manage to get out of that? I'm up here. How did I? I told you it's because of because of my surgery. 
It's the whole reason I had the surgery. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I do remember you saying the nightmare that is Thanksgiving at your in-laws, and it's not—it's nothing personal. It's just the, the place is a madhouse of of uh, of manicness and and um, you know cleaning over and over again, and and people not understanding what each other are talking about, and it, yeah, it's 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 crazy. Um, I mean, but, well, in the last seven days, I've only seen one person for about ten minutes, and that was it. Same here. My son for the night. Um, I, I enjoy my alone time as long as I know that it's not permanent. I, I enjoy it. I'm, I'm alone for the next week until I drive down to Florida for the big house move-in situation. We've got news on the build. It's it's just about done. We're supposed to have a walkthrough on uh, a week uh, tomorrow week Monday week, and then uh, and then we're supposed to close on the place Friday Walk week. Through, I take it that means you go through the house picking out all the little bits that they've done wrong. That and they get, they demonstrate they get how to do shit. They, they're going to tell us how the pool works, and and then they the, get Mike Hurts and his kids to come out and fix everything. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> senor. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> don't don't let Mike pretend I don't know you for fuck's sake. See, si, senor. Luciador. This is a this is a this is a very uh, a, 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 an interesting question from from an uh, from an Englishman because uh, I guess over there you you wouldn't pay for the surgery. You wouldn't uh, get the surgery. You'd be totally like you would be waiting for five years for it. Uh, over here, it, it's it, it's run through insurance, and because I had had all those preliminary tests and all the other stuff this year that I've had, um, the surgery ended up costing me about six hundred dollars. Uh, whereas normally it would have been like 20 grand. So I, no, I didn't fork that money out. Uh, that's why I had to get it before the end of the year. Cause at the end of the year, everything, um, gets, uh, rolled back over again and I'd have a larger deductible, but, um, so I wrote an, did you know that I'm, uh, blogging now? Um, I did, um, before you do that, Steve-O, uh, just wants to know about my toe now, not growing. Stop growing. Steve-O's first, I, I, I think it's his first uh, Sunday roast, and he's picked That's up the That's the musician, concept. Steve, isn't it? No, that no. The musician, Steve, is the one who also had gastric sleeve surgery. And, oh. Uh, but, uh, no, Steve-O is uh, Steve Timmons, uh, very uh, amusing Twitterer. Hope that he brings that same Twitter style over to arsenalfc.social on Mastodon. No, so no, they're not growing back, and I don't have diabetes. I had a letter from after a blood test. I don't have diabetes or dodgy heart, or um, I don't have cholesterol problems. Uh, but I am positive for SMA. They sent me a letter saying that, and and then my next appointment to go and get the magical miracle liquid is fucking June. Oh, great! If I'm not dead by them. So you'll be walking by twenty by the next World Cup. That's it, hopefully. Right. And then they're giving it to me for five years, oh, and then I'll be slumping <laughs> back in like someone from the film Cocoon. We really are. We really are long lost brothers. <laughs> Not right, is it? I mean, this guy would never do that on a podcast. But I think this is one of the ones that we're going to leave on here, so that we could just pull it up on any show that we need to. Pull up. <laughs> so. So yeah, I wrote a few blogs. Uh, for some reason, how they getting on? Because I've not read any of them. Oh, that's nice of you. I um, have no intentions to. I don't like reading. 
I don't think that many people are looking at them because uh, because well, you know, you're twenty years late with blogs, don't you? Yeah, I just I thought I'd you know put some thoughts into writing, and so I wrote a blog about uh, uh, about the amazing season and all the similarities between our current give us a few our current team, and uh, well, here we'll do the uh, we'll do the intro. Let me bring that up. Good to go and listen to LBC at the moment. It's Nick Abbott talking um, wokery, which is nice. I do like his show. I like how annoyed he gets. He found it yet? Yeah. Good. All right. So here's here was my first attempt. Uh, I'll just read the uh, – well, no, it's actually quite long. Um, but go to gunnerstown.com. Uh, it's Dave uh, Seeger. Very good. It's, it's run by Dave Seeger, uh, and, uh, Paul Invinciblog, I believe they, uh, uh, I, I think they co-host the site. They write for the site. Um, Mike McDonald writes for the site, um, uh, fantastically. Goalkeeping uh, legend. Yes. And, uh, and, and musician as well. Is he? No, Mike McDonald is the name of a. I think he was in the Doobie Brothers or some shit like that. Um, but uh, he writes well in there, and I write like shit in there. But uh, but yeah, it's an article called. This is uh, your shit. Yes, it's my shit, which is which smells fantastic. Uh, my second article was a. You're pooping Lester as well, aren't you? Uh, considerably, yeah. Uh, my second article was a very self-indulgent piece, as is everything mm-hmm. that I do on. Mm-hmm. Uh, on how the World Cup is so difficult for me when the U.S. and England are in the same group, and then my third was an was a Thanksgiving feast Arsenal style. So, does um, that play on names? I devised a menu of traditional Thanksgiving foods and assigned them to a current Arsenal player. Oh, and um, this Thanksgiving meal is always worth being thankful for. But this year, the Thanksgiving table has been set with a starting 11 of items that we've been waiting for years to come together. There are many foods that have become staples of the Thanksgiving meal, just as this year's starting 11 have become a reliable and eagerly anticipated part of the weekly Arsenal feast. So let's see if you can guess the players that I use. me. Let me, uh, you know what? Let me see if I can bring this up on the screen here. Another sure. one of the uh, Spurs double-winning side died today, so that's one less person who's ever seen Spurs win anything. I mean, everyone that dies is one less person. That, I mean, everyone that dies that's Who over cares? 62 years old is... 88, though. That's not a bad age. From Norfolk. Oh, if I could get to, 80, to 88, that would be tremendous. I'll live to 100. Easy. Do me a favor if you can, though, uh, Roasties, and and do check out Gunnerstown. It's a good blog with a lot of good writing Very on it, good. despite mine. And if you click on my articles a bunch of times, it'll look like I'm more popular. It'll look yes. to Dave and it'll look to David and, uh, and and Paul like I'm much more popular than I actually am. Just do what you did with the ABW awards and um, spam them. <laughs> exactly. Um, oh, I've got to do this. Hold on. There we go. Now I can yeah. share. Mm-hmm. Do, 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 share screen. 
Do, do, do. Here we go. About those World Cup commentators, eh? What a load of assholes. Oh, I love them. Most of them have been on my show, on our pod. <sighs> Dion on, Dublin. Fucking well, right. hell. Yeah, you can go for Karen Carney. Fuck me. All right, can so you see this now? Huh? Can you see this now? All right. Yes. All right, so first, dinner rolls. Inner rolls. Got to guess what player that is. Yes. Uh, Smith Rowe. Now, clear that the first item on the team sheet, an item you can't start the meal without, Thomas Partey is a staple that we just can't seem to do without. There's a lot of whispering about dinner rolls off the table, but however you feel about them off the table, you can't deny their consistency. A Thanksgiving meal that starts without dinner rolls is just not as good as one that does. I've never heard of dinner fucking rolls, another thing you've made up that didn't need the word dinner in front of it. Well, they, yeah, I guess you would call them bread rolls. And, and, and this picture is actually of, of the number of bread rolls that Lee Judges ate at last year's FCA Awards. Um, it was incredible. He just went from seat to seat and just took, took them off everybody's plate. So, Don't fuck around when it comes to rolls. Dinner rolls, first, first thing on the, on the team sheet of, of Thanksgiving dinners. Good. Second one, stuffing. Yes. Do you think um, stuffing could be? Um, saliva. Close. Gabriel. Made with a combination of ingredients, Aaron Ramsdale stuffs shots and makes his opponents look like turkeys. Stuffing is known for being distributed around the table early and often, and Ramsdale's distribution is second to none in the Premier League Thanksgiving table. Stuffing was originally meant to be a complimentary part of the meal and originally wasn't overly desirable, much like Ramsdale. Still isn't. That's but the, still shit. But the love for stuffing has grown quickly and intensely on most diners and has become one of the most infectious parts of any Thanksgiving meal. You know, uh, when, we, when they do any kind of roast meal, they have to cook the parsnips and all that other stuff separately and they can't put stuffing in the chicken or the turkey because I don't like the taste of that shit on my food. So there's parsnips. And all the vegetables have to be cooked separately from the potatoes. Does that surprise you? Nope. Not even one bit. <laughs> not even one bit. Uh, Demsex says, where's the blog? I don't know if this was this might have been before I said it was on Gunnerstown.com. Um, Gunnerstown.com and then go to blogs, which is top center. Yep. Um, and, uh, and, and my columns are under Magic Mike's musings. Oh. <laughs> How much did you have to pay him to let you pollute his site with your nonsense? Um, you know, deal was struck. Is that is that your marketing on influence I, that got you on there? I paid him what I'm worth. Uh, <laughs> not a lot. <laughs> All right, so we've got Partey and, and uh, Partey the dinner roll and, and Ramsdale the stuffing. Next is sweet potato. This is where you're supposed to guess who uh, who the sweet potato is. I am. Um, I'm going to say Gabriel because it looks like the top of his head. <laughs> oh, sweet potato. Sweet potatoes are a sweet root vegetable, and Gabby Jesus is not only sweet to watch, but he's at the root of our attacking pressing game. With a heat map that regularly resembles a giant sweet potato covering the entire rit, uh, pitch, sweet potatoes never stop moving. I don't know. I mean, that that's a bit forced. Sweet potatoes don't move unless you physically move them. But uh, even when they're serving as a complimentary role in a particular meal, they are never disappointing. 
On Thanksgiving, sweet potatoes are often served as a casserole covered with marshmallows, making them even sweeter. And just Hold so on. Did you say sweet potatoes and you put marshmallows on them? Marshmallow casserole. Yeah, marsh melted marshmallows over the top of sweet potato casserole. I don't I mean, eat no that. No wonder your country's got the worst heart disease rate on the planet. Yeah, I don't. I don't eat that. But I don't uh, eat, I've never even eaten a sweet potato. I, 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 why do you want that when you've got normal potatoes? That, that's exactly how I feel. I do not like. Sweet, I'm not endorsing sweet potatoes here. I'm just vegetables. Now, just who saying, people, people vegetables do, uh, be? People do like them. All right. I'm thinking ahead. Carry on. Squash. Fucking another thing. What is disgusting vegetables? Why don't you got processed peas and potatoes? You don't need anything else other than those. This isn't my dream menu. This is the. These are just popular foods that I could that I could find an Arsenal player to go along. With. I'm going to say Saliba. All right. Let's let's see what the chat. Let, let's. Uh, okay. I think that's mash Morris. All right. Sweet potatoes. No squash. Who do we think squash is? No nonsense part of the Thanksgiving meal. Nobody squashes would-be attackers more reliably than William Saliba. Strong and solid, nutritious, strong and solid, squash fills the center of the table and holds the meal together. Squash may have had poor judgment on couches when it was younger. That was a little forced. And what is a squash? Uh, but now as a full member of the dinner table, squash is quickly maturing to become the best vegetable on the table. Uh, what is a squash? Well, there's yeah. green squash, which is also called zucchini. There's there's oh. zu there's but there's um uh what is it um uh spaghetti squash. There's yellow squash, all sorts of different squash. I here's another one you're gonna love: <clears throat> Brussels sprouts. Get fucked, dirty bastards! All right, who's Brussels sprouts? It's going to be someone you don't like. It's going to be El Nini. Because <laughs> he's any not other, very good. Any other guesses? Me or them? Loki says Sprouts is Xhaka. Love or hate him? Jump <gasps> says Xhaka. Xhaka. Love or hate him. Exactly. Brussels Sprouts. Who is it? Originally, Brussels Sprouts have been a part of the menu that people typically did not like but damn you have to admit they're good for you granite jaca like brussels sprouts has benefited from the improved meal around him and brussels sprouts have finally been appreciated for what they're capable of bringing to the table honorable mention goes to sambi laconga who honed his craft 10 minutes from brussels and we hope that he will still sprout into the future of our midfield this is the cheesiest thing i've ever written in my life but uh well, that takes some doing Yes. Well, I said that I've ever written. Um, oh. This is also the first thing I've ever written. <laughs> Other than your own name. Yes. Um, and dodgy checks from Andy. Yeah. I um, And I did write this in my own name. Not, I did not use a nom de plume. Uh, oh. So, um, all right. Next on the table, green beans. Um. Saka, because he's got skinny legs. Okay. Don't uh, don't you, don't don't cheat, uh, chat. But uh, like to see somebody take a stab as we lose viewers as we go through this. Um, who would be green beans? 
I'm not going to wait any longer. Green beans. Long and thin and so, so good for you. Gabby Martinelli. Gabrielle Martinelli is a tasty and healthy part of the Thanksgiving table. Green beans are considered immature legumes. However, there's no denying that they belong on the table every single year. Green beans, like Martinelli, reduce your blood pressure, contribute to healthier eyes, and help your heart feel better. They also prevent constipation and as such are a regular feature of Thanksgiving dinner that are a joy to have around, just like Gabby Martinelli. By the way, did you watch the Brazil game the other day? Nope. Martinelli got in for like the last seven minutes of the game and looked like a world. I mean, he, he completely, I mean, the, the game was won by that point already, but that guy just looked another level. He was amazing in the, in the seven or eight minutes and he barely got to do anything, but it was just, uh, I mean. The, it was up for it. He, he just looked like he was living out his dream, but that it wasn't too much for him, which is exactly what you want to see. Definitely. All right, sauces. Cranberry sauce. Ugh, another disgusting thing. Yeah, the, the, I literally don't like – I don't think any of this stuff other than dinner rolls. Is We're running anymore. out of pliers. I'm going to say Jesus because it's everywhere. I've already had uh, Gabby Jesus. Did you? Yeah, he was, um, he was stuffing. No. Gabby Jesus was sweet potato. All right. Um, oh, Ben White. I didn't include Ben White. <gasps> Tommy Ashley then. I, mean, I, I only have eight. I, I could only do some, uh, so many things. I don't, I don't think I included Ben White. Um, no, I didn't. Oh, yes, I did. I did. Oh. I did. Oh. All right. Cranberry sauce. oddity of the thanksgiving meal cranberry sauce isn't seen on a dinner menu very often just like karen tierney cranberry sauce waits its turn patiently and when the big day rolls around it serves its purpose with professionalism and consistency cranberry sauce is good no matter whether it's warm or cold some people would consider selling cranberry sauce to another holiday but those people are crazy when cranberry sauce is gone they will miss it tremendously cranberry sauce karen tierney all right. Now, the one thing on the table that I definitely do like gravy. I when I we have Christmas dinner, I have a liter of gravy to myself. I like my gravy like I like my women. A little bit thick <laughs> and smelling meaty. <laughs> and from South London, like I and, uh, was. Uh, no, not from fucking South London with that accent. Jesus Christ, no. That's the accent that I like. Um, no. All right. There's a normal uh, English accent where they say words proper there. Proper. proper. Like B- you like the BBC English? Uh, PR English, no. Holy shit, there's a there's a college basketball game with the number one team that is in quadruple overtime right now. <laughs> oh. North Carolina the number one team, North Carolina, just lost to Alabama one oh three to one oh one in four overtimes. That's uh, that's a heck of a game. All right, sorry. It's a um, squeaking. All right, yeah, that's true. Gravy, what do we got? Um. Ooh, I'm gonna have to say. Uh, Saka. You're going with Saka. Yeah, because he's gravy. That would be a good call, but um, I've not got one of these right yet. No. Get him you have, fed up with it. You simply cannot have a Thanksgiving meal without gravy. 
Gravy is not in and of itself an item that you would consume in large amounts unless you're Danny, the GFP. Though I can't honestly tell you I haven't tried. But for Martin Odegaard, Gravy makes every single menu, but like Martin Odegaard, Gravy makes every single menu item around it better than it would be on its own. Not only does Gravy improve the performance of turkeys, it works with so many other pieces of the dinner to enhance and provide opportunities to shine in your mouth. Uh, gravy is also much less expensive than you think it should be. What a value. Yes, it's a meal on its own. It is. Um, oh, but uh, yeah, gravy, definitely Martin Odegaard. Just sprinkle him all over everybody else and the whole thing gets better. Now we're getting into the Danny territory. Oh, desserts. Apple pie. Pear pie, not apple. Apples are too tall, tart. Apple pie considered to be an American dish, but it was... Oh, Gideon Zellalem. <laughs> it was... Uh, no, American pie started, I think, in uh, in, in England, actually. So uh, I, I believe so. All right, so who would be apple pie? I'm running out of people now, aren't I? Saka. <laughs> Delectable treat, sweet, tasty, and silky, fun to consume, and homegrown... Bukayo Saka is the dessert hey, we've all been waiting for. One. Often the apple pie isn't protected well enough and gets picked out and knocked down throughout each and every Thanksgiving meal. But apple pie works through it all to become a national treasure that melts in your mouth and nearly everybody's favorite part of the bountiful feast. Apple pie is loved by all, hated by none. Uh, Bukayo Saka, you got it. I'm good. Mm. Have we got anyone listening after all of this? <laughs> we've got uh, we've got Phil who's who's hungry now. Um, Pumpkin pie, fuck me. There's not many more things I w- I would not have in a pie than fucking pumpkin. Yeah, this is not. I'm not a fan of pumpkin pie. Oh my, it's it's a vegetable. It's, it's not disgusting. It's not. It has seeds, but but go ahead. Oh, fucking so wrong. The only pie you need is is pear pie or pear crumble. Just stick with that. Your brown pear. Anna makes me a lovely one for my birthday. When or uh, pear pie. Well, All right, pumpkin pie. Have we, is this the eighth one then? The final, the final course. There's pumpkin pie, pecan pie, and turkey. Well, there's more than fucking eight, then, isn't there? Yeah, I guess. I guess there are. Someone got carried away. Were you hungry when you wrote this? What did I do? One, two, three, four, <laughs> five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Yeah, there's 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 eleven. I oh, know I got the whole I got the whole starting starting eleven. Zinchenko. I've, I've got the whole starting eleven. I was about to say I've got the whole starting eleven except for Zinchenko. Oh right, then Tommy Ashu, because no one knows what the fuck it is or what it's going on about. <laughs> Made, of course, from pumpkins, which are commonly found carved at Halloween's Halloween as jack-o'-lanterns, Gabrielle Magalhaes can also be frequently found with teeth missing. Pumpkin pie oh. is also much more valuable to the Thanksgiving meal than people give it credit for and is often one of the most underappreciated but stable forces on the table. That's a bit of a stretch. I, I couldn't really figure out. The jack-o'-lantern and teeth thing, that works quite well. I'll, I'll give you a point for that. Yeah, that was the only way I could tie it together with uh, with, with Gabriel, to be honest with you. But 
And I want to be honest with you because you are my my partner. Yes. Um, all right, let's squeeze through the rest of these real quick. Or, now, I've not quick. had pecan pie, but I, I'm, I, I like a pecan. I do like a nut. It's very, Most very. nuts give me the shits. It's sweet. It's 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 delicious. Um, no, I think you find all the sugar on it is sweet and delicious. Well, yeah, that's true. Pecan. <laughs> At least you didn't call it a, a pecan. <laughs> I, but, yeah. <laughs> There was a uh, a whole I, I forget where I was watching this, but it was an argument between pecan and pecan. Um, the king's English, dear boy. The king's English. All right, so pecan pie. Who who do we have as pecan pie? Um. Hmm. We've got. Jesus, Told you this was going to be a three-hour show. Erdegaard, Jack. You've done all the eleven. Done Tyranny, Saliba, Gabriel, Marza, that one. Tommy Asher again. Pecan pie, never, pecan pie never grew up caring about Thanksgiving. Pecan pie is covered with sweet nuts, much like many women and some men wish they were when looking at Benjamin White. <laughs> pecan pie, a versatile and delicious dessert, is worth every penny you paid for it, even if that was 50 million pounds. And last but not least, the missing course, Turkey. Mm-hmm. I know this is supposed to be about Arsenal players, but there's no room for turkeys in Mikel Arteta's dressing room anymore. So I this going to say Arteta. No, there's no room for turkeys in Mikel Arteta's dressing room anymore. So this Thanksgiving bounty is a vegetarian one. So who's the turkey missing out on this festival of success? Pierre Emerick Aubameyang, of course. The bastard. Enough said about that drumstick. Thank you, Sebi, for this uh, <laughs> for this image. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, I think if we if we pay attention to the subtle signs that the chat is giving us, well, they've all gone. <laughs> Raul losing the will to live. I think this is a sign that we should probably uh, end this. Have you got another bit? You had loads of videos to upload. Well, I can share some of them. Oh yeah, what did I what did I do with these things? Um, They're starved of content. You ain't getting this anywhere else. Oh, this was me two weeks after the surgery where you go from liquid foods into at least having some chewable vitamins because you you can't swallow big vitamins. So this is a quick video of the first time I chewed food in well over a month. You won't see this on any other podcast. Fresh food I've chewed. In a month, multivitamin, dark cherry, yummy, tastes like a Starburst. (sighs) I mean, dark cherry is the king of the multivitamins. (laughs) I mean, why would anyone watch this? I really don't don't understand. All right, and then... What car was that you were sat in? That was uh, the Mustang, but with the top down, a top up. Because it's cold now. Um, what else do we have? Oh, this was um, this is a quick two minute and thirty four second video of a very special podcast that I put out this week. Um, so if you missed it, here it is in its entirety. Whatever you want. This was me not realizing that I was muted uh, at the during the open.
Once upon a time, way back when there were only 9,000 Arsenal podcasts, six young men from various backgrounds. A young basketball prodigy with more trophies in the last 20 years than Tottenham Hotspur. An Irish kid with a horrible haircut. Talk over. A young Jewish nerd who hadn't discovered food yet. A child from Hemel Hempstead who didn't want to be English no more. And never a handsome young man who learned to play football on the hard streets of Disney World. And a young Mexican AC Milan fan hatched a plan to take over the world of Arsenal Podcasts. This is just the new intro. And these boys became men. Jared. Ewan. It is a sizable portion Magic. of this particular podcast. Aston. You love when I do short Andy. podcasts. And Miguel. And the rest, my friends, is history. And now, all these years later, you tune in every so often to hear their incredible takes, their football knowledge, and their sensual advice. But now, it's gone too far. You, our fans, are at long last witness to season... Seven. 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 Welcome to The Gooners Pod. So did you do that in your downtime? That's not the... uh, The podcast isn't over yet. Hello, and welcome to a special episode of the Gunners Podcast, where we dive deeply into the question of the day. Should Arsenal sign Cristiano Ronaldo on a free? No! No, 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 no. Fuck no. No. Do not. No. If you're suggesting that we should, you don't understand anything about life. No. No. Thanks for joining. Thanks for joining. Uh, so you're not too sure on that, that question then. I think Demsec thought we were going. No, what do you what do you think? Uh no, I think he's just going. <laughs> uh, what do you um what do you think about Ronaldo coming over? Fucking. I can't believe there are people that actually want that. And the, I mean fucking people, idiots. People beyond Piers Morgan. Who Well you know the people that, that there'd be a certain demographic of fan that want him. The kind of demographic that use their phones when they're when they're at the stadium taking selfies. Well, but I mean, like, like, how is it that you can, like, Piers Morgan, for example? He's, he's I mean, he did the same thing with a bomb. He's not he, even a proper Arsenal. No, 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 no. But I'm just saying, like, like a person. I think there's a a personality trait where you are so infatuated with the cult of personality, with strong personalities, whether it's Trump. Whether it's Obama Yang, whether it's Ozil, whether it's um, in this case uh, Ronaldo, that you just you don't have any concept of team chemistry or of you know team building or the you know chemistry and and, and psychology and all of that. You just think the more I assemble these strong characters, did you die? Me? Yeah. I the more I had a shaky neck when pod, before the pod started. The, the more you assemble these strong, 
characters, the better you'll be. And I just, I mean, it's been proven time and time and time again. There is no room for the old fashioned superstar, the one man giant member of the team. It doesn't want no room anymore. Well, you can if the if that person, I mean, you have team players that are that are superstars that you you know, but but they're they're not holding on at the end of their game and, you know, good for a 37 year old, uh, you know, type of type of people. And, and they're not so they're not most, brand- most footballers at the age of 37 are running a pub. You bring four brands onto your team and you're going to fail. You bring one brand, but certainly more than one brand into your team that you're just asking for it. I mean, that's, it's the whole Mesut Ozil thing again. I mean, I don't know. I just, I don't get it. It's ridiculous. Um, he will go and help sporting Lisbon uh, for six to, Into Miami, isn't he? No, that's um, Messi. Messi's going to enter Miami. Oh, of course. Yeah. Ronaldo will probably go to sporting for six months and then either to the MLS or he'll take that ridiculous deal for, uh, for that Saudi Arabian team to go and play where they don't play football. Yeah. Um, but uh, you wanted to know, am I growing my hair for a comb over? No, I'm just knackered and I can't reach the top of my head. I could do part of it, but I couldn't do all of it because um, arthritis seems to be getting the better of me at the moment, dear. Um, so it's a very achy, but no, I'm not. It's yeah. very hairy. Was there anything else you would like to, uh, to boom. Who's your outstanding player of the World Cup so far? Why oh. Saka? Well, <laughs> from the two half games that I've watched, Saka, that's only because he's Saka. Yeah, Saka had a, a a good first game. He was kind of bottled up the second game, but uh, uh, player of the tournament so far is Kylian Mbappe. He, he he is the best player in the world, and he's showing it on the biggest stage. Uh, Messi's not having a bad World Cup either, to be honest with you. But uh, but no, Kylian Mbappe is the player of the World Cup so far. Um. And uh, who do you think? There's always a, a wacky team that you don't expect that gets to the semifinal. Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's taking them to the final. <laughs> oh, I think he plays for them, doesn't he? He plays it for a team in green. Um, Isn't it? No. Celtics, he didn't play for. Didn't he? Uh, no, he played for the Lakers. The opposite. Same, of that. Same fucking thing. No, do, you, to me, do you so. have a do you have a sleeper pick for the semifinals? No, I don't care. Mine is uh, mine couldn't be, give less of a fuck about the World Cup. Mine's going to be Switzerland. I had in my picks a Switzerland um, Qatar final, and Qatar gone and fucking <laughs> let me down. Switzerland Qatar final. All right, so uh, yeah, I think we're going to end it there um, before all of our squaddies end their lives, and. Uh, and yeah, so we're uh, we got a full week of FIFA tournament going on for Gunners versus Cancer. Some of that stuff so might be some of that. Stuff. Have you got uh, for people wanting to join in with that? How many have you got? Uh, we've got sixteen in the PlayStation and sixteen in the Xbox. Surprisingly low numbers. I got to say that that tournament's getting smaller every year. Um, and uh, and I'm probably just not going to be arsed next year to run it. But uh, but yeah, there were. Uh, we're going to be, some of the games are going to be streamed on AFTV later this week, so that should be slightly entertaining if you're into that sort of thing. 
but uh, but yeah, I'm getting that started. Picking the groups tonight, and we're going to be off and running tomorrow. Uh, what do you got coming up? Anything on the, uh, the old <laughs> oh, today? Oh, Chris said he wants to do um, a football hipsters, and because uh, he's too tight, all that stuff goes on hours. Can I come on if I? Uh, can I come on if I wear this? No, because you have to talk sense, which is why I'm not allowed anywhere near it. Oh. Um, so I think they'll probably do one after the group stages. But other than that, fuck all. I don't even bother looking at the the uh, the uh, my Komodo Dragon browser is all full of the ABW stuff. Well, we might uh, we might do a, a podcast or two this week. Uh, might have uh, one with our blog on uh, maybe Tuesday. We'll see. Talk Can about USA are going through to the next round. Oh, I certainly hope so. I mean, it's all in our. It, it, we win, we're in, and I and uh, and. If you we got to play win, Iran. Yeah, we got to play Iran. Just nuke them like you did last time. We got to play Iran. England's got to play. Uh, whatever the fuck. Fucking um, Welsh. Wales. And um, and both teams win, and my and my dream comes true again. There's no um, way you're not beating Iran. And, oh. and England will smash the Welsh. The Welsh have bloody picked the up and run with it. Iran is a good Iran is a good team. Uh, it's no, not going to be easy. Not. It's not going to be easy. And they, be got, easy. and they got the home field advantage as well. So, um, and we might do a podcast. And if you haven't seen the Gooners podcast before, here's what you're missing. What was he doing? You know, taking a piss. Yeah, dear, oh dear. I like to I like to take the piss, and I like to take one too. Um, <laughs> That's the wrong video. Are you having a wee then? Uh, not at that moment. I had already gotten back from taking a wee, but that the uh, I, I I had a clip that was that w- I took the computer into the bathroom, <laughs> and uh, and you could just you could hear the flush, and then I come back and 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 Lee tries to keep it together um, and can't. But that's the wrong clip. I played the wrong clip. So the things we want you to do is go to Mastodon and go and join the uh, ArsenalFC.social. Go to Ruth Beck's, which is uh, buyruthbeckart.com, and then also uh, join the FIFA tournament. If you play FIFA and you want to win a million pounds, don't join their one. Go and join another one, but their one's pretty good. There's only 16 in each one. Yep. Well, and, and it's closed now, so uh, you should have joined already. But you can still donate... Uh-huh. You can still donate by going to goonersvcancer.com and you can win Ruth Beck art. You can win game tickets. You can win signed jerseys. You can win a team signed jersey. Those Christmas cards are wasted on you. I just realized. That's All that stuff. Well, they're not for me, you see. When she sends me stuff, it's not for me. It's for the Gooners who donate. So um, It is for me. My ones. I'd have bought them if they would have been for sale, but they weren't. And she's very kind. Well, you are very kind. I've enjoyed our four and a half hours together today. It has been a joy. My highlight was the squash. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking thing. Well, any last words before we go? Pomegranate. Say goodbye, Danny. Goodbye, Danny. For watching the Sunday roast with Mike and Danny. This is sometimes Mike, and this is Dan, and we have fun. Here's Bird Lano, and here's Sexy Mike. 
Riding a horse Danny loves junk food We know he does And Mike does tricks We love football But hate talking about it So we made this show Why you watch it We don't know But it's fucking hard work Get off me you buzzy cunt (laughs) Fuck off hate them. Sunday Roast is a joint production of a Camp Wonderland and the Gooners Podcast. Join us every Sunday night at 10 p.m. for all the entertainment you didn't know you wanted but can't live without. Have a great week, everybody. We out.